The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. So, are <laughs> we, it's spelled that way. Are we not supposed to talk shit about everybody again? No, we were allowed to okay, do whatever good. we want. We get in trouble every week. Did you, well, where's your Adidas jacket? You didn't get the memo. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I even have one. And I haven't We're worn sponsored it in years. by Adidas. <laughs> See, I'm a Reebok man now. Ew. That's are you? Thing. Yeah. Such a dad like bod the, move. Oh, I see a Reeboks. Yeah. I see a Reeboks and I challenge you with my Nikes. <laughs> yeah, well, you're unmatching. And that's I know. sacrilegious. You mean not wearing Adidas. You mean wearing Adidas and toe. Nikes? Yeah. I do it all the time. I just want nobody to think I'm exactly their fan. I'm going to keep them on their toes. Keep them, keep them thinking. I do Fila's and a Nike jacket. Wow. I do a Fila. Are we recording? That's... A Fila velour suit. Oof. When I'm feeling real sexy. What color is that? Uh, I have a burgundy one and I have a mm. blue one. Mm. <laughs> With those blue eyes. Even I'm wet. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Guys, uh, welcome. I need Ooh. a voice. Who's here? Huh? <laughs> Did you say a panty liner? I said I need a poison panty liner. Smart. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't want to show the excitement, which is. Guys, so we I have just wear a panty liner. Always. Yeah, you don't want to show. Me I too. Me like too. Ejaculating on myself. Yeah, smart. <laughs> or moist. We, look, we've all been there. Moist. Don't say moist. That's a great word. Um, Nobody uses moist I love enough. It. I love it. Move like, that yeah. closer to you. Make sure you're in the mic. Guys, Janneke Berger. Am I really saying it like that? Is it not burger? It's Berger. It's Berger. Like the Follies. But ah. I'm not topless. But I'll tell you the truth. My mom. But you could be. Those are amazing. I'm always topless at home, and it makes everyone in my life uncomfortable. Yes. And it's mainly because I don't want to be held down by these big-ass motherfucking wires. Mm-hmm. I but, agree. But You're fighting a good life, fight. I do get embarrassed when they hit the floor. You know what I mean? Like in real, I mean like in out, outside life, not if, real life. If I had them, I'd just like rest them on the table. Smart. Like so? Yeah. yeah. And just no no top though, nothing covering. <laughs> it's the face that sells the look. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I love it. Um, so my mom named, renamed me Berger. Okay. Uh, we were Berger. Berger. Which came, which was a descendant of Bugciano. Which is actually on my father's birth birth certificate. Now we're getting hotter. And then and that was Berger, and everybody kept calling them Burger. So my mom said, when I when she forced me to act at age five <sighs> with Drew Barrymore in a GE commercial. This is so exciting. And I had no personality, and Drew Barrymore had all personality, and I was like terrified of adults <laughs> touching me. And she said, "You're going to be Jenica Berger, like the Follies." And That's I was like, amazing. what's that? And so when I got older, I was like, I saw the Berger Follies and it's <laughs> topless. Oh. And I was like, oh, but I'm not topless. But we could be. We could be. That's the secret. Guys. But that's the kind of I mom think. she was, though, because, like, she said, I'm going to take my bracelets off because I forgot I'm doing a podcast, so the jingling must be so annoying for you. Um, Tony's not even listening. He's, he's just rubbing so one bored. out back there. <laughs> so <the> bored. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, So is that a French name? or? It is now. It is now. I mean, not French. Not French. Okay. Not French at all. But, um. She was the type of like on Folly Berger. Folly's yeah. Berger. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
when she sent me to um, school in second grade as a Playboy bunny for Halloween. Yeah. With a cocktail tray, fishnets, the whole thing. And literally, so this is like Playboy club style. Playboy club style. Yeah. Like little Head thing, of- ears, like and a cocktail tray. Did you oh, wait well, on Bill Cosby? I'm just saying. <laughs> I miss the 1900s. You could get away with that kind of stuff. <laughs> So I walked in and Miss Davis like took one look at me and put a trench coat on me and sent me to the office. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? What did yeah. I do? Yeah. So Hello? my mom was always in this weird like, like, like if somebody were to play her on television, it'd be like Rip Taylor. Oh, wow. nice. Wow. Not a lot of moms get the <laughs> I would cast Rip Taylor. Right. As my persona. Mother. But right. That's it was exciting. Just so much confetti. <laughs> so much fabulous. Yeah. I'm weirdness. sending you to school today. What what, what am I? You're fabulous. Enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> Why are we yelling? A lot of feathers. You're like, like yeah, I, I'm five. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. Mitzi would have loved that, though. Oh, she did? She did. Yeah. She did. She did. She would have been all about that. Like, oh, go to school as oh, Playboy. Yeah, perfect. Put Polly in feathers. He will look great. Right? If Polly Peter's wore a feathers. <laughs> the thing about. Mitzi. I like that, Mitzi. This is a good one. This is the almost as good as Holtzman. Mitzi is that she would she, uh, talk to me in the back. And she had this face, and her face makeup looked good. And she had the glasses. It was kind of runny. Yes. She'll, she'll visit. But she'll, she looked she'll flicker. Hi, Mitzi. She is mad at me. But then what I She's didn't understand, and nobody talked about it in any documentary, is the back of her head had a fucking knot. Yeah. Nobody talked about combing her hair. This Lemaire is, hair did Lemaire's her hair. Fu- this is Lemaire's fault. <laughs> Clearly. Lemaire hair? Did you ever meet Lemaire? Was that her assistant? No, no, no. Lemaire was a comic. No. It, actually, yeah, Lemaire came later, a little bit later. She was, But she was a hairdresser, like a really Somebody tackled that shit? Yes. Yeah. Because that well, was like a so tumble. I wouldn't was... say that she tackled it, but <laughs> uh, credit was given to her for the nest, if you will. Then nobody, nobody talked about the nest, though. let her touch it. Uh, I'm just wondering, like, what in Mitzi's mind that she just, like, woke up and did all of this and never saw the back. She just, yeah, she knows. No no one sees the back. uh, uh, She tied a thing in the front, like a bandana. Like like a do-rag. A do-rag. Yeah. Tupac style. I I wear that bun every day that is highly unattractive. What, the knot? Like the top knot? Yeah, just like I'm going to put my hair up and I'm not going to make any effort and I got to get all three kids to school and I'm never going to ever look in the mirror. So now that I think about it, Mitzi was doing that with all the comedians here. She was taking care of us. Right. So she was never looking at her backside. Especially the back of her head. Right. It's a shame Argus didn't. Notice, because he was back there. Yeah, a lot. That's he what was I'm back saying. there. You could say Argus. Well, yeah. Mitz. Argus, what? What did you didn't notice? The back of my hair had a fucking I wasn't, knot. I wasn't looking at your head, Mitz. <laughs> I was keeping my eyes out for fresh meat. You do a good argument. It's uncomfortable. Isn't it's it? haunting. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> like I feel bad. I've I've she met most of my, yeah. I've met most of my uh, my comedy heroes by ridiculing Argus Hamilton and then being like, tell me more about this decision. <laughs> Why are we doing that? I got like a really Why long, is that your gift? Yeah, yeah. I had a <laughs> long night talking to Robin Williams that was based solely on him being like, why are you re- mocking Argus Hamilton and why isn't anyone else? <laughs> How come this isn't a whole thing? Yeah, and I just had to be like, well, when I got here, everyone told me he was the one person you can't make fun of. So naturally, I'm like, well. Well, I'm going to do that. I got the next 20 years covered then. Oh, because 
That's funny. But yeah. Even Argus doesn't like it. He's been on the podcast, and I'm like, hey, can Rick do Argus? And he's like, not now. Yeah, he always not goes, I, I know he does it, but I do, do not want to see it. <laughs> I go, oh. You literally are channeling him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very he's uncomfortable. he's in the other room. He's, he's probably in the main, in the main room. room right now. He has no idea his spirit has he's been He's feeling taken. it. He's, oh, it, he knows. He's I, been dead. I mean, yeah. he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> he's melting as we speak. When, when, I, uh, when I started doing it, it was... It was just an impression of Argus. It was like me just throwing out random newspaper articles from 25 years earlier. <laughs> right. And people were like, that's eh, kind of funny. And then Johnny Carson died, and the impression started drinking again. <laughs> and then people were like, yeah, we're on board with this. You should keep going with that. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah keep that's them the drinking. Move. Keep them drinking. But yeah. Then keep it them was, drunk. And then it was, it literally just became Drunk Argus. That was the character. Oh and people are like, this is great. Hookers. You should do this. I'm like, I should do this for who? For it's, who? It's funny for people for at the comedy store. Yeah. yeah. Anybody and, at the comedy store. And Robin store. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. The I, legend. You, you wasted your time I wasted, with him yeah, I, on I that. I improvised with one about, of the best ever. You didn't talk about, like, you know, his role. No. His, well, I, I, I did, but I did it as Argus. Comedy, you, talk, you did Argus. It was all just insulting every great thing he's ever done and telling him it's not going to work. So it was, it was like, Robin, listen, this this Mork and Mindy thing, aliens, people aren't going to buy that. <laughs> and he's like, it's actually, it was a very popular show, and it, it ended over 25 years ago. <laughs> like, well, it's not going to catch on. No way they do a second season. He's like, it, it, they did a second season. <laughs> I just, just love that it, it goes, when you do Drunk Argus, it has to go that far back. Always. Like, it never can be current. Like he at can't all. talk yeah. to you right it's, now. It's yeah. pre eighty one, right? Yeah, it, yeah it's it, at least pre eighty eight. Like Steve Simone would always be like, oh, "What what year is it, Argus?" Like, it's nineteen and eighty three. <laughs> and eighty three, so good. And then if I ever got confused, I would just go, "Okay, two things before I go. One, Mitch has a great show for you, and two, I love you. I'm Argus Hamilton." Like, He's getting just, off right now. Did no, you just get off the stage while we're standing in the parking lot. <laughs> this next comic's a young pup. Raised right here at the store. <laughs> it's awful, but it's amazing. Yeah, I just have nothing. I had nothing. And then I was always do. very kind to me, so I of have, course, no, I have no. Well, you're a lady, so. a, lady. a cute. Well, young I don't know lady. that I was a lady then. I was like <laughs> such a tomboy. What? Okay, wait. Uh, we're gonna. I want to ask you. So you're on a commercial with Drew Barrymore at how old? Five. Five. We have to get the close to the mic, or they're going to be like, we couldn't hear her. And then Rick Five. gets 50 fucking emails, yeah. and he Five. sends them all to me. Five. Yeah. Guess how, how much? How old is Drew Barrymore at this point? My age. Okay, so this is this So we're is like, like 47 e. now. This is E.T. Drew Barrymore. E.T. Drew Barrymore. Okay. Right before Drew Barrymore. Right wow. before E.T. came out. Wow. And then our moms, our two crazy moms, became besties for a minute. And I got my SAG card on that commercial, and then Iris Burton, the old famous uh, agent, was oh yeah, okay. she was our agents. And then this is literally the story of my whole career. <laughs> Drew Barrymore gets ET, and I get like one more commercial for like a, a regional Baldwin piano, <laughs> and that's it. That's all that's, right. Uh, Nothing hey. else happens. Hey, listen until I, Punky Brewster. Nice. Okay. Then I'm up for Punky Brewster. I get two different feet. Why shouldn't I wear two different shoes? Sure. <laughs> sure. Is this your audition? Yes. <laughs> I love it. I got two different feet, and then I don't get that. And so then I like, got it. And then I could actually I know the moment. The mo so my mom paid my SAG dues, which was brilliant, for all those years. I'm 
living in Palm Springs. Okay. So I'm born and raised, I'm born and raised in, in Los Angeles, but my parents moved to Palm Springs because my dad was a jazz drummer. He lost his job here. Long story, he got out of prison before he had me. He was on vocational rehab. They, it turns out he was a genius. He invented the blood gases that we use. When you're in an emergency, you go into the ER, you blow into the thing. He re- invented what you record. Ooh. He does really well as a respiratory therapist, but he's actually a fucking ex-junkie jazz drummer. Wow. So okay. he gets fired from Panorama Community Hospital, and the only hospital that will hire him is in Palm Springs, but it ended up being beautiful because he ended up playing drums for the rest of his life. So I, there I am in Palm Springs. I do not fit at all. Like, I'm from Los Angeles, born and raised. I have really good right. cool parents. Danny Trejo's, like, in our fucking backyard with parties and pots <laughs> of chili and coffee because everybody's right. sober. Yeah, I mean, and it's pol- like, life is a miracle. Yeah. Because Danny Trejo was in jail with my dad. And, you know, like, nice. there's, like, lots of, like, this is very famous adjacent. Yeah. This whole family. Always adjacent. <laughs> Always adjacent. I like that, yeah. So we moved to Palm Springs, and I just remember on my first day I had green Reeboks. Green, nice green. So, uh, each Pretty cool. Same color on each shoe. I mean, because you do have two different feet. No, because I didn't get punky. So I was like, Got "Fuck it. that, fuck cuteness. Soleil Moon Fry." Exactly. Although she and I um, ended up being she's... in a DUI, D- D- and she's in Dallas yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> she slept with my roommate. We were. Uh, she's, she's lovely. Yeah. We did a um, we did a driver's ed all day because we both had bad driving records. But anyways, perfect. Um, so. I'm in the middle. First day, I'm wearing mint green Reeboks, and I, and this girl says in the lunch line, brand new school, come out of Los Angeles, famous adjacent okay. with all the stars, love uh, it, young stars of the time, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, blah, blah, blah. all the good ones, all the good ones, R- River Phoenix, and he says, oh, she said, oh, I love your shoes, and I go, oh, thanks. My mom got them at Marshalls because you know how Marshalls would get like the. Kind of like the bad version, the sure. version that oh, okay. didn't do well yeah, and, yeah. at or like the Nordstrom, out of season, out of season right. version, and she and this other girl goes, "Don't talk to her, she's gay." Damn. That was my first day of Palm Springs. First of all, I'm not gay. Second of all, what about my green box led you to think I was gay? Third, if Trump could have been president, then that would have been his town. Yeah, well, or actually, not Trump. Trump was much more liberated than these people. This was the Thagulas live in Palm Springs, yeah, and the conservatives live over here. Oh. And your wacky, fucking tattooed, crazy, artistic family moved right in the middle of Palm Desert, and I was miserable. So one day, I'm in the gym. I'm 17 years old. Everybody's got plans to go to college. I got no plans. I have no skill. And this guy comes to teach something about memory like you know they like bring a course and you're supposed to buy the memory the box of memory tapes so that you learn memory like sense memory like what do you mean no no like he's teaching kids like people were selling their wares so this was like a um infomercial for this wear for people who are gonna go kids who are gonna go to college to buy this thing it'll help you with your ACTs or your ACTs or whatever I didn't even try for an SAT I'm not a thinker yeah I'm not I don't think (laughs) at all (laughs) Um, and so I see the microphones empty and somebody goes, Jenica, you entertain us. He was late. So I got up. I'll never forget. I told them a story of my, my mom shitting and her prolapsed. <laughs> anus. That's something we can all relate to. though. Right. Yeah, Perfect. That's classic. And I acted this thing out like it was 
my life depended on it. Prolapsed anus. And I mean, people were falling and laughing. Like, I've never been funnier. I've never been funnier in my life. That was the peak? That was the peak. (laughs) It's been your first set you peaked? And I was like, oh. This is so easy. (laughs) I'm going to go to Los Angeles and be a stand-up. And I remember the first week. I fucking got physically assaulted, sexually assaulted. My car got stolen. Oh. Um, the we, full L.A. experience. The full L.A. experience. Yeah. Beautiful. We got a Van Nuys. Me and my best friend Katie Harris, um, uh, we saw a sign that said first month free, but that meant you also had to pay for other ones, but we signed it and we were like, we don't have money. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, the first it's free. month is free. Yeah. And I rode my fucking scooter from Van Nuys over Laurel Canyon. Nope. With mm-hmm. a 35 mile per hour moped with a basket on the back where I could put my self esteem. <laughs> and I rode up here and I auditioned for the comedy store and Mitzi hired me. Damn. <laughs> like right first week. You're going to be a star. Oh, she loved her. Oh, she loved her. And then. She's going to be great. Nothing has ever occurred that, since then. Yeah, that was the curse. <laughs> Except so, the comedy store podcast. With yeah, too. finally. See that? Look, we're bringing her back. Are you kidding? What do you mean nothing occurred? You were on a lot of stuff. A lot of things. A lot of things. A lot of things. So wait, I'm so, so tired. you get here, <laughs> 17, you're 17, 18 at this I point? Be, I became a regular here when I was 18. 18, okay. And when the incident happened with Aries. You were like 19. I was, was like 19, and then the, the police got involved because I was so young. And they said I could do my sets, but I, it was a 21 and over club. So I had to do had my to sets. Out. I had to go outside. Yeah. Do you remember that? Of course. Oh, uh, anybody that was underage had a, could perform. All I remember is when we were here, they were like, if there's any underage comics, they can go on, but then they have to leave right away. They, they can go on. I the think stage, that was because right, of me. Probably. So I, I got here in 93. Uh, yeah, I was 90. I, I was after you. I mean, you were so... Nice, beautiful, and I was so happy to see that you are. Oh my God! It's the queen of comedy. No, I'm not the queen of comedy. But okay, I like the princess of comedy. All right, Rick and I. She's could more be of the... a dictator, really. Oh yes, <laughs> the we dictator, the Putin of comedy, the Putin, Lady Putin, of con- comedy, Lady Putin. Do you have a horse and look like a centaur? Yeah. I come in like this, and they're like, "Is it Putin? Is it Eleanor? Topless, we can't tell. She's like, titless. Which one?" <laughs> Just like Poots. Like they would know. No, he has like little in. nubs. He has little nubs. He, have little he nubs. does? Yeah, like yeah. mosquito bites. The, he probably has a tail too. So that's a weird. Yeah. I don't have the tail. I have a tail. Hi. You feel Hi, girl. You really? Do you know what I'm saying? I think I know. Okay. People would notice a knot if they. All right. They know a dictator when they see one. Yeah, they do. what I'm saying. Respect. Little furry, bushy tail. Eleanor was running the comedy store when I got here, so. Yeah? Yeah. What year were you? did you come? I got here in uh, 2002, and I, wow. was, I was hired by Eleanor. <laughs> really? Yeah. She literally was like, so they say you want to work here? I a lot here. of people that and I'm like, yeah. work out. And then she gave me the business about, you know, none of this funny business from you. <laughs> you worked the door, and I was like, okay. Okay. Like he's like, I'm a comic. I'm like, yeah, no one cares. Yeah. Just get a t shirt. We need someone uh, to sit at the back for twenty dollars. Were you doing stand up yet or were you still waitressing? Me? No, I didn't start stand up till two thousand and seven. Wow. So you were really still running the kitchen. Yeah. Wow. I'm a kitchen bitch. You are like you are a kitchen Me, Danny oh. Trejo, and your father. <laughs> kitchen bitches. Kitchen bitches. We Damn. ran the kitchen. That's how we get through the prison. I know what you mean. Whoa, whoa, Tony. Tony also came from the kitchen. 
He's got that pride. <laughs> he's still got his ponytail. He was the chicken finger man. <laughs> he knows how to make some good hash browns. <laughs> yeah. He ran the kitchen. We finally started selling food at the comedy store. So you started doing stand-up before her? Yeah. Oh, yeah, way before. He he came from Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did really well at comedy in Kansas City for a solid year, a little over a year. And I'm like, well, this is so easy. <laughs> Going to big old I, L.A. I do these impressions that were literally just stolen will ferrell impressions right it makes perfect sense it crushed in kansas city and then i came out here and i did open mic for uh 20 comics and three human beings <laughs> and bombed so bad i'm like oh this isn't as easy as i thought <laughs> but the competition was so bad then that when mitzi saw me she's like okay yeah okay yeah so, he got passed right away like he, was, he did yeah i was wow. 21 and I just, you know, as soon as I got past, I go, well, this is it. Going to be <laughs> so fucking famous within the next year or two. I'm going to be on SNL. I might as well start. I'm going to be rolling yeah. in a Lambo. Yeah. And then uh, and then instead it just, it, you know, I'm here. I'm still here. I mean, it's what's what we have in common is that we're here. Yeah. Do you, do, when you got past, were you like, oh, this is it. This is the Becca. This is. Of the comedy store? Yeah. Like. No, not was a, it a big deal to you? I guess I no. Mean. I I wasn't good. I wasn't a good what are you comic. Talking about I wasn't good. I think what was so weird was that I, my dad said that I said to him, Dad William Morris came here to see me I'm a lot, and 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 Worthy and, got them, Worthy Patterson. But it, 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 this was before Worthy even. Oh, okay, okay. And they came and and then I remember I said to my dad, Yeah. They want me to do television and commercials, and I just want to do stand-up. And he was like, okay, well, you can make a living on that. Like, you can get health insurance. Yeah. And I was like, parents always go to I health insurance. Health I know, they yeah, always they go right to the bottom line, the colon or the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and so. This, she's got a story. Yeah. And so, and so, <laughs> and so. Uh, I didn't. I don't think that I understood that I was successful here at all. Right. The, I think the only. I've never felt successful. That's crazy to me because, like, Mitzi literally. You know, like we joke, we tease Mitzi a lot, but she was always like, "Well, these are. I'm gonna make these them a star. Pe- yeah, these are my. She was babies. gonna make me a star. That was it. Yeah. yeah. You were one of her jams and jellies, if you will. Yeah. And when I went with Brillstein Gray, I, that hurt her mm-hmm. really badly. And even on. Her and that, deathbed, rest in peace. She said, "Fuck Jenica." <laughs> I remember that. It was weird. I, she had it like written across one of her tits. She got a tattoo. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. No. Um. No. It was like remember that there were several Jenica. years. People came up here to talk to her about me coming back in, and she was like, "Nope." Wow. Banished. Well, so you you were banned because of going with Burlstein, or you were banned because of the fight? No, the fight. Aries should have been fucking banned. Right, but I thought you both. Comedy got- Store has a strong history of taking the wrong side <laughs> in every fight. So took the wrong side. Yeah. Like, wow, I could have had a lawsuit. I yeah. mean, it was serious. Yeah. It was a very serious fight. It, it really was. I, I, I mean, if I after look- I stopped laughing, I was like, this is really serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope that this very serious ridiculousness. So what? What, what happened? No, yeah. what, what- so I'm on stage, original room. You get flash the light. I see Aries in the back. He just was on Mad TV. He was getting a lot of hype. 
people were I was getting a lot of hype because I was just getting TV shows. Just yeah, like she's young, she's hot. Like you were hot. That's yeah, how I, I was hot, it. but yeah. I didn't know I was hot. Like I'm like seeing myself on television as a series regular and borrowing money from a boyfriend for a pack of cigarettes. To FYI, watch myself. you're both 19 at this point. We were both 19. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, we Aries were. Aries was he, underage. But as well. everybody was talking. He's the next Eddie. Uh, yep. Eddie oh yeah. Um, he had the South of Sunset TV show that aired. Uh, South of Sunset came out after. This was M- Mad TV, or maybe South of Sunset happened first and then yes, Mad TV because but. it was during the Phillies World Series, and that was '93, and it got um, it was panned. Just no no viewership at all. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it was like a big Toronto. deal for the moment. Yeah. Right. And everybody was talking. He's was Eddie gigantic. Murphy. And they were saying she's a young Roseanne Barr. And it's like a thing. And I, she, I even was remembering as I was walking up here, we had a deal with Dennis Klein, who recreated the Gary Shandling show. And oh, it was yeah. Me, Chris Tucker, Aries Spears and a white guy named Rob something. I can't remember the white guy. He was so funny and just like a kind oh, soul. Oh, Rob Pyle. Yes. Yes. Rob Pyle. His picture's upstairs. Yeah. With the, uh, yes. He always like did a nerd character. Right. And this, this was like a fucking sh- guy could go on stage and it was a character and he could shake like a nerd and make himself sweat. Mitzi loved that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. More she than loved Frank it. Lemmerman. Aww. Oh, yeah, this was it. And so they were creating a show. And I think Aries was jealous of me or or I wasn't even on his radar either. But he's in the back talking shit like Kanye West. Like he's like like, loud, like, whoa, get. And then he's like, get the fuck off because the light's shining. And I have a tendency to I I think I had a tendency to go over the light or not see the light. For the record, we all do. (laughs) Anyone who has any self-respect in this club runs the lights. (laughs) Now, if I take. If I if like I if I take like a moment to say what was my part in it, I could have gotten off the stage. But I thought he was being such a prick in the back. Just disrespecting and I, you. You were in the room. 100%. I like clearly remember this. I, yeah, I was in and out. Uh, yes, and I kept and she saying. was like, and she, always like a big sister to me. Always kind, like uh, just like never, never a bad word, nothing. And I remember her seeing like this happening, and you holding a tray, <laughs> and he goes, "Bitch." Get your fucking white ass off the stage. Mm. Yeah, and and I, and I was like, fuck you. Had a show. Get another one. That, that, that. And we had this little thing. Yeah. I think people are like, what's going on? And you, whatever. I get off. <laughs> I start walking down the stairs. And he goes, don't you ever. And he fucking picked me up, twirled me, slammed me against the wall. As if that were not enough. So I'm sideways and I pass out. I go, I wake up and I get up and I go, who the fuck do you? And I'm just like a kid, right? But I'm trying to get hard Mm -hmm. from the mean streets of Van Nuys. Yeah. Yeah. And it carries out into right there outside. And all I remember is I see the wall with everybody's name on it. Okay. And I'm like looking at like Shirley Hempful or something. I'm like. There's white, and I see his foot coming to kick me in the stomach. And people are carrying him off me. You're there. Yeah. You're at the doors like, stop! What are you doing? And people are like, oh, my God. My favorite part of this whole story, I don't know Dice. Dice is at the top of his game. People know Dice. Oh, yeah. He rolls in. There's an entourage. He's super famous. Da, da, da. He heard about it. He pulled him aside. He said, if you ever fo- put your hands on a fucking woman, that is the last breath you will take. Get the fuck away from her. Don't ever touch her again. 
Then I get a call from Mitzi and Chris, I think, was the booker. No, Scott Day. Scott, thank you. Scott Day. Go up there and they have a whole conversation with me. Wow. You shouldn't have argued with Aries. Your bu- Aries you is guys, Aries is a star too. He's a star too. And <laughs> you you know, and the police you know, if you it, it, it the police if you make a re- Oh I was newly with Burlstein Gray and they're like, You need to make a police report because I was hurt. Yeah. Physically, see, I, I have the backwards in that I thought you, I thought after he went after you, pushed you against the wall. I thought you threw him down those steps because I remember Maybe. him coming down the steps. <laughs> I remember this, and I and I'm at the bottom with a tray of drinks, and I had a, I was like, oh my god, she just fucking knocked him out. Like, because to me, you Maybe. had the upper hand on those stairs in my eyes are we talking the, the or lobby or the no, stairs down in the back the hallway just the stairs yeah. right just there. because yeah. you guys were coming down down and so that I, may have happened i don't remember if you did or he I'd did like or, to but, think that happened but i like i pushed it. him down the stairs right yeah now we're <laughs> that's talking that's what happened now we're talking and then i i remember having to put my trade up whoa 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 break it up but i was kind of laughing like fuck yeah jenica get your shit you know because they were arguing yeah so in my head i remember like breaking it up like fuck yeah she well, he now she got him or you whatever, know, you know, yeah. it, it, it was like in my head. And I said it on his podcast. I was like, dude, yeah, you were you were talking shit. She came at you when you physically started something. She didn't back down. And that's why I was like, oh, I really like I'm her. now I feel successful. Yeah, I feel like I did something in life. And See? he's he's kind of relegated no to Jason. Yeah, he's now, you know, his gig is talking shit occasionally on morning radio programs and not doing that well on stage. The one time Aries? I saw him here. Yeah. Oh, I think he's a killer on stage. Like, I can't take that away. People can be arrogant or whatever off stage, but I've always seen him pretty much crush. See, I, I've only seen him once. Like, and he's with Burlstein Gray, or he was. You and I are now besties. Yeah, I saw, I saw him once, like, <laughs> Eleanor, maybe four months ago. She thinks he's a killer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on stage, he does well. I, I, I don't even remember what his act yeah. was. I just remember that everybody was hyped about him. He made them a lot of money, and they were all protecting him, and nobody was protecting me. Yeah, see, that's not good. Except Dice. Uh, not and I, I didn't even know him. And I was yeah. like, thank you. Thank you. And he was like, nice. A lot of people think he's right. a misogynist. It's, it is funny, like, that, because that's what you assume because of the character. Right. But, like, when we, I was opening for Dice in Miami, and he, uh, oh. they, they asked him, the club owner or the manager, whoever it was, was like, hey, OJ's here. Uh, would you be willing to meet him? He wants to meet you guys. And Dice is like, I'm not meeting OJ. That guy hates women. <laughs> not hates. It's uh, not hate. You said kill you wrong. almost do a better him <laughs> than Argus. Yeah. I would rather well, hear him. <laughs> well, then. You haven't heard Jeff Garland yet. <laughs> oh, go for it. Skankfest? <laughs> Why would you want to be called skanks? I don't get it. Anyway, the point is the Goldbergs. They're going to have to pay me more money if they want me to come back. <laughs> Let's talk about me. Oh, my God. I love you. <laughs> I can see why you thought you were going to have a big career. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could. I could do impressions of anyone It's just amazing how people not... don't He's value so impressions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking love impressions. I go yeah. crazy. I mean, we were crying when he first started with the Jeff's Garland. Oh, my God. <laughs> I interviewed that's, that's Garland on, on this podcast. And in, in one, I got about seven words in the entire oh, hour. Am I like that? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I mean, he literally, I'd be like, so when you started doing, here's the thing about Curb. <laughs> <laughs> he is really hyper. I've done a thing with him and he doesn't stop. Casu- he's just like, yeah. he's not. Casually present. intense is how I yeah. describe it. Not just listening. Like, yeah. 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 It's just a constant thing. Yeah. Yeah. Going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said something about a brassiere. 
And they, they got offended by that. Like, <laughs> I, why would, like, he went on this whole thing about why he's getting kicked off the Goldbergs with no questions about the Goldbergs. Yeah, like, nobody or brought it up. If he's a judge. I'm not doing the Goldbergs anymore. And that was like <laughs> a month before he got fired from the Goldbergs. I'm just like. Wow, you could have broken that story. Uh, yeah. If anyone listened to the podcast, out, then yeah. But right. yeah. And I had been, I wasn't here. I was doing a, a festival called Skankfest. Skank yeah. And when Rick said, Eleanor's not here tonight, she's doing Skankfest. He, he was, was like, Skankfest? He started you lost screaming. <laughs> That's hilarious. Of course hilarious. I do Skankfest. And seriously, why did you do Skankfest? It's a great festival. Oh, awesome. Like people, it's got a, a silly name, but it's a great comedy festival. And Any stage you're on is great, and I really mean that. So I don't know I about found that, but I like El her. I had no idea that Eleanor switched to comedy. My mother-in-law, who I love and adore. Like, you know, people hate their mother-in-law. I love that. I married my husband for my mother-in-law. Nice. Ooh. Like, I don't even that's care a good, about him That's so a much. secret like, to success, yes, I think. Yeah. Yes. I was like, she's amazing. Yeah. And, 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 and then I married him to make sure that she was in my life. She, I trust her. And right. her opinion, too. And it's not, it's always from a place of joy. She's a came in to drop the baby off one day at an audition and um to be quite honest i smell weed everywhere because she's just like the magical <laughs> nana yeah. too and she's like yeah, good morning <laughs> oh how are you kids are napping yeah your mommy <laughs> always comes back mommy always comes back she says to the baby <laughs> anyway she pulls me and she goes you have to see this woman you have to see her and it was oh some God. special either showtime at the apollo or something early on where you showtime slept. it was showtime not at the apollo that would have been amazing but this showtime Thing. with dice yeah. uh where he put um six comics on or five comics or something like that it was called the dirty show the blue show yeah so blue dirty comedy and uh, that must have been what it was and she was like you have to see this woman and i'm shit i literally started pooping my pants <laughs> i was like i know her she was she was the waitress at the what she's doing shows whatever but i still didn't have anything to do with this world several agents and managers have tried to get me back in here to do stand-up and it was always like a shut door and that wow was, had you got like you continued stand-up after for, that incident for, yes i continued for like well i did this charity at the um are they having a concert or something? No, no, it's yeah, the it's original room. It's the That's OR. the beauty That's of our podcast. Oh, we're we're below the original. Yeah, yeah. We, we like <laughs> there the to be dialed. a slight eerie background music. So people are like, is that on the podcast or is someone around me playing music? <laughs> that place really is. It's haunting. Yeah, it's, it's haunting <laughs> piano music. So <laughs> it's very, very. It's you know resonating. It's, it's almost like you know an episode of the Munsters or something. Yeah. Yes. Just oh, somebody must be doing a bit. Because they're doing it a lot. They're like doing a lot. Or it's Jeff or Scott it's haunting It almost us. actually sounds like kung fu fighting. It's like boom. There's <laughs> yeah. some gonging going on. Yeah, lots like of gonging. It. But um, uh, there was something I was going to say about doing stand-up. Okay, so right after the incident. I, oh, you did a charity. I, I don't even want to tell that story. It just was so <laughs> negative. It was so bad. Oh, oh you mean at the Yes, function. and then it got reviewed. And, oh. and I was telling this to my daughter the other day, who's a musician, who's on her way, who's getting press, who has an album out. She's Great. a wonderful kid. And somebody- There's no bias there, and I like it. No, yeah. 
it's no, it's, I, I completely can see clearly. This is not the child that came from my brethren. It was, you know, no, but anyway, she, she's on her way. And somehow I was talking to her about reviews and this and that. And I said, oh, I had a review once. And I go, honey, this is why I stopped stand up. Um, I had to open up for Bikini Kill, Everclear, all these bands. Oh, okay. And I started to have this niche where I was opening up for bands because I was trying to get stage time. And sure. then they would say, oh, my God, you're so funny. And I'd, like, promote the night. And then I got a little thing with MTV and da-da-da. And this particular one was for Musicians Assistance Program, which is now Music Cares. Okay. So they provide money for musicians like my father who didn't have health care. And oh. so – um, they asked me, being on a sitcom at the time, to host this thing. Mm-hmm. But people are coming to hear music. They're not coming to hear comedy, and I didn't know that. Two seconds before I walk on stage, I, I, my pants, I stood up, and I was obviously gaining weight, and my pants ripped from here to here, like to the vagina. Oh, my God. And I had... I like the act G- out. Yeah, he's like, hey, yeah, now the story's yeah. good. By the way, the act out... So you got a great review, incredible. that's what we're saying? <laughs> so it was. I had a G-string, so I was like, my ass is going to be out there. So I said, I'm just going to roll with it. And so I did a whole thing about it. So this is what the line said in LA Times. I see my husband, who was then my then boyfriend, sitting on his couch smoking cigarettes and phone rings. And this is like a real phone. Yeah, because you want like, like that. Yeah. Thot, thot, thot. <laughs> And then roto dial. Anyway, so he picks it up and he's like, LA Times, calendar. Who's Ellen DeGeneres? Okay. Well, I won't tell her. I go, what was that? I was like, what was that? It said, Jenica Berger of the CBS sitcom Inc. is not only not funny, but her sight gags and bits would embarrass Ellen DeGeneres. If there were a support group for recovering comedians, send this woman a brochure. Wow. And I went, good night. I'm not doing this for a while. Like, I what? was like, I am literally trying to earn money for yeah. people like my father. And my father died two weeks after that. <gasps> and I was like, I'm not fucking doing this ever again. I'm not helping. I'm not taking a mic. I'm no longer funny. It was like the full sad clown moment. Like, yeah. Like, this is, I'm done. Jesus. And then... I would have burned down LA Times, probably. Rick does that, and he don't even get that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. My sight gags never work. (laughs) (laughs) That's a sight gag. (laughs) Well, so I had said something, and I, like, turned. I love the I love the leaving the mic. That's my favorite thing. (laughs) By the way, keep doing that, because Rick's married. He's enjoying it. He's like... Finally. Um, But I remember I did... A little spice. (laughs) Spice I girl. did stand up again, but I didn't want to do stage time. I would show up at the improv. Like it be, wasn't, yeah. It wasn't there anymore. Like I, I would show up at the improv, there'd be like 11 guys and me. And right. I'd go after somebody huge. Like at Laugh Factory, I'd like go after Rodney Dangerfield. And I was like, I couldn't find like what my voice was. And yeah. I really didn't have that much to say anyway. Like I really didn't understand what was going on in the world. Mm-hmm. I really, I was really way too young. Yeah, and I just was like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore," and it doesn't feel good. Because, Interesting. Yeah, but what what I miss is I had a manager at the time say, "I I was, you know, there was this thing called Simmons Latham Brillstein Gray, so it was Russell Simmons Stan Latham. Stan Latham, yeah, 
STLGB. SLBG. And it was like the black side of Brillstein Gray. Sure. So Brillstein Gray's here and all People don't even know that they made that a thing. It was a thing. That's how big Def Jam got. Yeah, Def Jam got so big and it was urban. And I was the only white chick over there. And Russell really believed in me. All of them really believed in me. Everything was really great. And um, and they didn't even care. They were like, you are a funny motherfucker. Like, get on stage. Like, do this. Like, we're going to talk to Mitzi and we're going to fix it and we're going to get on there. And and I just kind of was like, I, I, uh, there, I forgot. There was something I was going to say about that. I was like, oh, I realized that I was a better actor. Uh. That I would read, like, a play and I'd be on fire and i'd go to a comedy club and it'd be 11 guys like i said and i just felt like does anybody see me right it's not like you you organically started well, i have a penis right that and your and the other the large clitoris you may have along with the penis 100 percent. it's a four incher so. is that a but side like by or, side or you are that's my bottom? you are organically funny the bits come to your that's head that's my aside what's that word you just said that she doesn't her asides or asides? What was the the thing the the, the L.A. Times said? Sight gags. Sight gags. Sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I was like sight asides. Gags. I couldn't remember. Your sight, sight gag, gag is a peepee. <laughs> yes, my sight gag is a four inch clip. Now, <laughs> yeah, I mean Eleanor was legitimately the funniest person here when she was the waitress, mm-hmm. like the head waitress. The I gave the her. shit talking and like you get off stage and Eleanor would be holding court in the bar, <laughs> right? And you'd be like, oh, okay, this is where the funny is happening because really it's f- definitely not happening in the OR um, exactly. in the early two thousands. <laughs> and there were also only men on stage here too, right? Um, no, everybody says that, but it's like I, I think, especially of- at the improv, because I switched over the improv and it really felt like a boys' club over there. I mean, I feel like it is a boys' club, but like there's a lot of women. Like when I was here, it was Sherry Shepard, it was Rita Jones, Cynthia Levin, um, Kim Tavares. Like they were kicking ass. There was Vicky Barbalak was always here. Mm. Um, I love Vicky Barbalak. Sean Polovsky. Oh, you know who got me back doing stand up again was Lisa Sunstead. She kept saying, come to the belly room, do pretty funny women, please come do this, please come do this. Or Sundays. And I called Buddy Lewis. I don't know if you guys know. I love Buddy Lewis. And and I was like, you got to help me write material. And so he he was really helpful. And this is before I had kids. Mm -hmm. And and I got back on stage and started doing stand-up again because of Buddy and, and Lisa. Yeah, and then I got booked in Vegas because I was on the Drew Carey show. I was just yeah. So Drew Carey said, "You, you stand up is such a tool to make money." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I want money. Money's cool. Yeah. I want a Cadillac. Money's so, great." So um, he said he he just like made a call. He called Stephen Sharippa, who was booking Steve Sharippa, good yeah. friend of mine. And 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 then I had a and then so uh, you did the Riviera. Yes. A lot of times. And Stephanie Same. Wilder, Lisa Sunstead, they all helped me with my tear. I remember going to her apartment and being like, what What do I what say? Do I and they do? were like, oh, this joke would be good. Oh, this joke. And they gave me jokes. And yeah. I like, had no material. Lisa's good at that. Yeah, she was awesome. I mean, she's she's good at guiding. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like she did that pretty pretty funny women. Is yeah, pretty, right? funny yeah women. pretty funny women. And she worked years, hard at that. She still does it. Yeah. She still, she was in the belly room. Uh, I think it was like her... Um, Chelsea Handler, uh, who uh, Chelsea was here too back then. Chelsea, yeah. right after you left, they filled your slot with Chelsea yeah, Handler. Yeah. Like Mitzi had her people, you yeah. know what I mean, and her time slots. Yeah, and it was like, oh, now Chelsea's in that time spot. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's weird, but they were always in the belly room doing the. So I have a funny story about Chelsea. So Chelsea and I became 
good friends because my friend was producing Girls Behaving Badly. Oh, yeah. And she's and I said, oh, I know Chelsea from Stand Up, from Pretty Funny Woman. She's so funny. She's like, no, she's so mean. I'm like, she is not mean. We are all going to go. Just because a girl is strong, they say she's right. mean. I'm like, she's not mean. We're all going to go to this haunted house at, in Long Beach because <laughs> okay. I love haunted houses. I love every Halloween I go to haunted houses. Sure. Anyway, so they made friends. They, they All was good. And then I'm like, you're so fucking funny and talented. Come to my agents. I call my commercial agent. No, we don't have room for her. We don't get it. Call my fucking regular agents. And we just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. She's going to book. A lot of good decision makers out there in Hollywood. I've always thought that an agent. They usually know what to do. Yeah. I, it's like, I remember a producer saying he produced Seinfeld. I was in his living room and, and like a, a prolific executive died. And he goes, yeah. Did you ever notice when an executive dies or a producer or an agent, they never say he was an amazing agent. <laughs> that executive gave really good notes. And I was like, yeah. Ever since he said that, I was like, they don't have that value to me anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. They're guessing. They can figure out They're guessing money. and taking phone calls and yeah. making, yeah, that's it. I've been lucky that I've been with they the negotiate exact money. same agent for since Comedy Store. Burlstein? No, that was managers. Oh, okay. Oh, agent. I've gone okay, in and yeah, out yeah, with yeah. seeing Worthy through the years. Is he around at all? Yeah. Yeah, Worthy. He's producing and stuff. He's still managing. He was managing Tiffany Haddish. That's vibrating on my bunghole. <laughs> what is that? Sure. No, not answering that. You gonna put that back in? You put that back right. Why in was it in your bunghole. asshole? <laughs> she put that's it back. I'm, you don't. You that's how a lady keeps it, Eleanor. <laughs> I have mine on the table. It's, my, it's the new fanny pack. My butthole. <laughs> <laughs> um, it this doesn't even very, have a zipper. Yeah, this is gonna be very popular with millennials. They yeah, love they the love. They love the butthole. They do. Okay. They're so in the butthole. My agent actually was a young agent when I met him here. Okay. And I've gone around with him, and so we're at, I'm at Innovative with him. And I've oh, been with wow. him for okay. a long time. But I actually have had a good experience with him, but we had we had certain things in common outside of show business. Got it. Yeah. So that, that helps. was good. But there were times that like other agents came in or I met with other agents after some you know, I'm on a show or something. Mm-hmm. And ever since that guy said that 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 comment i could not see them as as value right anymore i saw myself as value actually i was like proud I of know you how for to that get. yeah yeah i was pretty good at self-creating i've always been good at self-creating and i never really wanted to rely on them booking when they say they book you no they give me an opportunity and then I you book, book you yeah yeah you get the job yeah you're the one that has to go in and do it they yeah. just make the phone call they're the twelfth hour, eleventh hour, they whatever have connections. the word is. That's what they have. Yeah, they can get. They you have in a little. But. They might have a relationship with a casting person or something. That's about it. Yeah, and then certain agents have certain casting directors that they're good friends with, and then you're always in on that show because they're pitching you all the time to that. Yeah, you're always auditioning for that show. Where I've been a self creator and 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 stand up has been useful for as a, as an artist is that I. I had a vision for a TV show, and instead of trying to go pitch it, I wrote it as a one-woman show. I packed the house, and I invited every TV executive I've ever worked with, and then I sold it, and then I did that again, and then nobody came, and then people weren't really into the one-woman show anymore, so then I made a movie, and then people noticed that, and so I just keep doing other routes of my 
comedy. Yeah, basically. like she's joking, saying she's not successful, but mm-hmm. she is. No, God but I it. genuinely feel we're really not successful. Movie, okay, <laughs> okay, we're in a basement with our pictures at the bottom. I had a manager. Look how basic Who's story. here with you? <laughs> <laughs> Who's here with That's you? Because I made you, and we wore matching outfits. Oh and my Rick God! Didn't. And I owe you a Such huge a apology because I misunderstood you about when and why. Because I'm so <laughs> scattered with three kids. That she, you called and said, well, you can park in the back, you're late. And I'm like, I'm at Knott's Berry Farm eating a donut with Santa. It was at Christmas time. <laughs> I am so sorry. I can't even believe you're, s- literally any friend I have told, I've told this story like 50 times. They're like, okay, I we heard it. it. You <laughs> fucked over Eleanor. Got it. Unbelievable. So when I said I'm coming back, they were like, oh, good. Oh, thank God. <laughs> like, I'm so glad they had you. No, of course. You know, by, we got Argus. You were replaced with Did Argus Ar- that night, Yeah, remember? that's true. Did you have dueling Arguses? Uh, he, he wouldn't again, let him. He won't, he won't go for it. <laughs> again, he won't let me. I, I wa- <laughs> the last time Argus saw me, Argus, was at Sammy Shore's 90th birthday yes, or something. always funny. And uh, so uh, Eric Griffin went up before me. And, Do you know Eric? Yes. Yeah, he's been around a long time. So he yes. was talking to Sammy. About at the time Eric was on, uh, I'm dying up here on Showtime. Yes. And so part of the plot in that show was that uh, Goldie's ex-husband came in and he hits her. Oh, right. And so Eric, I, I think he just was like, I don't know how much of this is based on reality and how much isn't. So he made some comment while he was on stage. And again, one of the weirdest shows ever because Paulie <laughs> planned his father's birthday party, but then also booked comics on it like it's a show. Like people right. that didn't know. So it's like half the people are just his father Sammy's or friends. Mitch. Yeah. Or like even they were just doing their time. Yeah. yeah like uh, Jezelnik was on the lineup Anthony and he showed up and he's like, why am I here? I, I, they just told me it was a show. And I'm like, no, it's a birthday party slash show. So there's probably 100 people who are there to see Jezelnik and then. <laughs> 40 people who are there for Sammy. And it's just this weird, like, I went up after, uh, what's that little weasel dude? Oh, don't. Alan Bursky. 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 Jerk off Bursky. I go up after Bursky, just tells some rambling story that no one on earth cares about. And then I have to go out and do comedy. And so I'm, it was uh, Eric Griffin, Bursky, then me. And so then I said something about when, Eric was talking about you beating Mitzi. Argus was in the back like, oh, are they bringing me up right now? <laughs> that, that's my usual introduction. And then I just see Argus scurrying out of the the room. I'm like, oh, Argus was here. That's that's tough. I just did an impression of him talking about beating Mitzi. <laughs> oh, my God. Which isn't inaccurate, but yeah. it's hard to see. It's yeah. hard to see. <laughs> and then I, and then I, and then I uh, ripped on it's Bursky. It's hard to envision. Yeah. Like, you don't want, it's, not, it's like, oh, he knows about that? I walked out front after that show was over, and Argus and Bursky were standing up there, and Bursky's like, hey, what's this guy's problem? And Argus was like, he's always giving me the business. <laughs> I was like, hey, guys. Into the OR. Oh, my God. What are you going to do? So good. It's so, yeah. It's important it, to offend. There are people who need to be offended. Wait, but I still didn't, be. I, I didn't hear. How did you, you I heard how you became a comedy yeah. star regular, right? Yeah. But how Whoa, did you become that's one? That's rude. Um, you don't read the trades then. Um, Apparently. I can't I read. <laughs> I know I forgot that one part. I don't read. No, this isn't my interview. This is yours. So when you, no. <laughs> um, no, I started in 2007. You remember Freddie Soto or no? Yes. Okay. So after Freddie passed, uh, I just, I don't know. I was just going through crazy shit. 
left my second ex-fiance, which happened to be Dice. And <laughs> that guy. I make a lot of mistakes. Eleanor. Rick, stop Eleanor. hitting on me. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, but Andrew and I are still really close, whatever, obviously, watch the videos, and so we, um, I, about a year and a half after, I just, I don't know why I was taking a class, I was doing a one-woman show, like you said, you want to sell something, put it together, that's what I was trying to do, and I still haven't finished it. You so. ended up, <laughs> you ended up doing it. comedy? Because, yeah, because Andrew came to see me, and he's like, you're not doing a one woman show it's stand up stupid so <laughs> dummy <laughs> i was like whoa that's a term of endearment from him so I, he took me on the road and I no way and you built your act on the road on the opening road. for dice opening for dice yeah the first my one his of my crowds very pro women so yeah yeah they when i come I'm out i'm sure they like, come out in droves yeah <laughs> they're like is this a sacrifice um honestly like he took me to three months in we were in like northern california it was a 2500 seater at the wells fargo center and i did seven minutes he's like don't worry they're gonna know you from the show i'm like what show it got canceled like the uh our uh bh1 show it was a reality show nobody watched we got canceled i came out somebody said eleanor and i got confident because there was one person. One person watched the they show. Know. That watched. So, so I was like, Andrew was right. And then I just did my little, I did great in, in uh, California. But when we got to New York, I got booed off the stage. It was awful. Really? So you bombed too? Bad. Bad. So. Heavy. If there was somebody writing, they would have been like, um, we should just execute her immediately. <laughs> like live. Like tel- a terrorist, Taliban style. Like Let's, just get rid of her. Yeah. She's fucking terrible. It was bad. We, we were were in, you terrible, or did they just, or did you just not click? I, and I you didn't read the I room. I said um, the room was in the round. It was in Long Island. It's That's a, the problem. The Westbury Music How Fair. How you stand up like this? Because the stage fucking rotates. Who knew? Oh my god. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, okay, I'm fucking like now I'm like a hamster in a wheel. You know what I mean? I got these short shorts on, high boots, cute little top, half bra, killing it, right? <laughs> and I, I said I'm from Philly. And I remember all of a sudden, as soon as I said Philly, they were like, boo, the Eagles yeah. stink, Philly. I'm like, the fuck is happening? And then you hear people going, where's Dice, Dice? I'm like, I think the only line I got out was, he's up my ass. You want to tickle his feet? Like, that was the only. And then I remember, like, locking eyes with my sister as I was, like, trying to get to, words in. To get words in, to get my whatever I'm little in control. Bits. Yeah. yeah, I got this. And I'm sweating and the bra's slipping down. Right. Now I have tumors <laughs> on my stomach and I'm just like trying to like engage and I see my sister and they're going my sister looked at me she's like what do you want to do like she put her hands up like this what can I do she's 10 years older we look exactly like she just went like this what do you want to do like like, (laughs) oh my god there's gonna be a fight it's gonna be like two South Philly girls tried to beat up Long Island you know what I mean like so I was like oh my god this is bad she holds oh that kind of what do you want to do oh yeah I'm ready to back you up you don't don't fuck with Karen (laughs) she's crazy and she stood up like what do you want to do? Like in her head, I she love was like, her. I'll start in this fucking section. Yeah. You start over there. You know, we'll, we'll beat, beat every middle. person in this room. <laughs> yeah, we can beat New York, no problem. Like it, it was crazy. If they started like that. a fight to think of all the different Kerrigans that would have come out of the woodworks. <laughs> yeah, they would have just got on Jimmy like, from down the ceiling. Like Mission Impossible yeah. Yeah. And from the side. Like here comes Jimmy. There's the Johnny. Floor. There goes Bobby. Here's Kathleen. Everybody's in. Come on, John. John. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, it was it was wild. So uh, then and I so got. So what off. did you do, what do you do at night? Because I just remember that night the, I was suicidal. Yeah, that was bad. 
And then the next night I got booed again in Jersey. So working out. They were they were mean to me, and I was oh yeah, I, I was, remember that. You know, a dude. So I'm thinking, well, at least I'm a guy. And then I got there, and I'm like, maybe I'm not a guy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so I'm from Kansas. And they're like, bring up dice, faggot. I'm like, whoa. Oh, my God. Like, screaming at me. It was brutal. And what, do you what does dice do during that? Laughs, he's mostly. A, he's a, I mean, he was backstage hanging Laughing out. Laughing so, or yeah. smoking or not paying it. But when it happened to me, he got like, you know, like, hey, that's my family. Why'd you do that? Like, he got mad at the audience. And he was like, I'm not going out there. I'm like, are you crazy? Yeah, that they would don't, be I don't want me. They want you. Just go out there. And I, like, I remember I always call him Humpty Dumpty because I always put him right. back together. So I'm like, here we go. You're going to love you. And he went out. And as he left, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I went upstairs. I called my mom. I was crying. Ugh. Like, I called my brother. Like, everybody was calming me down. I know that moment. But he went on stage and he annihilated because he was so mad at them. And he just wouldn't stop. But ever and since then. And they want then, that anger. A dice yeah, crowd yeah, wants yeah. that anger. They love the dice Aries meme. didn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call back. And so the, it's still nice. there, God Jenica. Aries didn't. No, yeah. he didn't. He no. didn't do callbacks either. No. And um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, uh, I mean, he uh, he went out. He did his thing. He was so angry. And when I walked out. Um, just to look right, like just to, after I had calmed down, like wiping my face, I'm all puffy, you know, because I was crying. I pulled my bra back up, and I, I was t like way in the back of this theater. And this guy goes, "Hey, you were great," and I was like, "What are you a jerk off?" Like one guy, and he, he goes, "No, no, we just wanted to see dice, so we just do that because it's a thing." And I'm like, "To who?" Like, Who's that a thing to? But I guess they like, yeah, like to it's boo a thing his to, like, toxic. Yeah, yeah they we, like to we boo like the open sadism, <laughs> hatred. We're but toxic uh, Andrew fired humans. me for a year. He, not fired. He was like, "Look, I don't know if you really want to do this because that I was so." So he was how so do you upset. pick yourself back up and get on there again? Came here. Came here. Every night. Every night I was here. I showcased for Mitzi. I think I had a showcase three or four times. Shut up. Oh. Wow. I did not get right in. Not like you two. Listen, <laughs> Eleanor. Bouge. Sometimes you just got it from the beginning, you all right? You clearly weren't young, <laughs> gifted, and black. No, I was not. I was black. Like I just wasn't gifted. Uh, I yeah. mean, I, I'm 100% positive I got passed only because I was 21, and she didn't have a 21-year-old at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I was literally like, I bombed so bad. Like, I got laughs in the first 10 seconds when I got on stage for my showcase just because I was acting like an ass. I was pretending like people were loving me even though there was like eight people not <laughs> loving me in the crowd. And then I just bombed for three minutes. And I was I was just trying to keep my job as a doorman. Right. And so I got off stage just like, fuck, I'm going to get fired. This sucks. I'm going to get fired from a job that pays me nothing. Yeah, they were getting $25 a so shift. I, wow. I walked off stage just like, well, this Let's sucks. Talk about a police report. Yeah. Oh my God. And Mitzi was <laughs> just like, oh, you're great. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? And then they made you a regular. She made right me then? a regular. Yeah. She's like, you need to perform more. I'm like, I'm trying to perform as much as I can. Anyway, thanks for letting me work here. She's like, okay. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I just ran to the back like, maybe she won't fire me. And then Duncan gave me the. That yeah, was she passed you. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember Duncan. Dude, there was Scott, and then there's Duncan. It was right? Scott, uh, Princess Corey, and then Duncan. So came back when it was Duncan to try oh, okay. to get back in, and Mitzi was like, "No." She was like in wow. the middle of dementia and yeah. was like, "No." <laughs> I, I that, remember you that clearly. That is fucking crazy. I hurt her so bad. 
she thought I was her daughter or something. The truth is, I didn't Possibly. get that might successful be why she didn't because like of me. By the way, not successful. You were I didn't successful. have a moment of success then because of Mitzi. Whoa. It was truly auditioning as an actress. Right. And I was tenacious. Like, for SNL, I was like, I, I, I am going to make a tape. I am going to lose a job. I'm going to edit it myself. I'm going to film it all night with two VCRs and two VHSs. I love I'm going to drive my moped to Lauren Michaels' assistant, and then they're flying to New York. Same thing with Mad TV. My agents call me. They're like, you have a callback for Mount TV. Oh, that would have been amazing. And I had you waited in the nine-hour line because I was like, I'm going to do it my way and try yeah. to do it. So I think Missy mis uh, misinterpreted. And also there was a lot of drama around the Aries thing. There was Brillstein saying she should file a police report and then them saying, you know, Aries is successful and Aries was a big draw at the time. At he actually moment. was making money for mm -hmm. the store. I was making $8 a set. And he was making making them money. Well, he was banned for that, and then you were banned as well. He was banned? Yes, both of you were. I don't remember him being banned. Yes, he Boy, was. I really don't remember that. He uh, And you know what's crazy? They banned him he for was... getting thrown downstairs by a woman, though. It was, <laughs> it was misogyny. Totally. Yeah. Wait, but he was... Not for... <laughs> Yeah. He thought he was woman, that, they were good. All right, that was but. so good. <laughs> he was, uh, when I did his part, he goes, yeah, I got banned and she didn't because she's white. And I'm like, oh, she was banned as well. Oh, I was. So isn't that funny that you thought he wasn't banned? And yeah, we yeah, were both of you were. Both Mitzi couldn't Anyway, he's it. here she tonight. Got, Bring him in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She wanted me to book it. She goes, you can I book. I'd be down. I mean, we're we're grown up. We're grown, now. yeah. But if he thinks it was because I was white, this whole issue was not about white. This was about two young people who thought they were something. Right. And we, I just was. But it may be in his eyes, he saw you, like, because the way he said it seemed like, oh, she was the golden child. Do you know and what I mean? And I saw him as the golden right, child. Right, so right. it was a big misunderstanding. 100%. So maybe he and I should come on and we should make out. Yeah. Well, let's not get crazy. Yeah, okay. hold on. I mean, let's do get crazy. Hold on, Rick. <laughs> this is a little wild. Wait, wait. What is that show? Ink. What was Ink? Is Ink that... was with Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen, and Diane English was the showrunner. Wow, who is truly the best showrunner I've ever worked with. So That's I learned incredible. a lot from her. She did Murphy Brown. Yeah. What? What? Um. Uh. Channel was that on? Like ABC, CBS, NBC, and it was right before Becker. So, like, they didn't pick up Ink, and then they said they wanted to do Becker with him, and that was very painful for Mary Steenburgen. Mm -hmm. But she was just fine wife, being the it? amazing actress she yeah, is. Yeah, she's and amazing. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> and so, from Ink, is that how you got Drew Carey? Was that right after? See, I don't no, know. then I replaced Justine Bateman on Men Behaving Badly, and ah. that made a lot of news. And then um, after Men Behaving Badly, I met Sam Simon, who created uh, uh, The Simpsons with The Simpsons. Cre I forget the Matt other guy's Grinding. name. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So he said, oh, I think you're really funny. I'm directing an episode. They're looking for a new girlfriend for Drew Carey. So I went in, I auditioned like I normally do, mm. and then um, I got it. And it was I did two and a half seasons of that. Yeah. So that was really fun. And then I had like a, I had like a couple of dead years that were like, <laughs> she's fat, oh and they boy. were like, she's not fat, she's full bodied. Yeah. And then she's I was like, then I was knockers. actually fat, and then they were like, she's not pretty, 
but she's not young. She's not Janine Garofalo. She's not this. She, I had a couple of years that were really fakakta, and I remember one year I made like twelve thousand, barely made my insurance, and I was like, twelve thousand. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, just bragging. We got a twelve thousand. You said I barely here? made my insurance. Those are the good days, though, when you could you could make SAG insurance with less than thirty thousand yeah. yeah, dollars or whatever true. the bullshit that's is true. now. So, um, and I just remember being in my mother-in-law's house and being like, I got married, uh, my husband's a chef, and he's amazing, and I love him, and he has nothing to do with show business, and he, we literally never talked about having children, Mm. and the second we got married, we're in the jacuzzi at Shutter's Hotel, which at the end of our, you know, like at the night, the night of our wedding, he was like, I want five children, and I was like, what? (laughs) What do you mean? I don't want any. I want a sitcom. And yeah. he was like, nope, I want five kids. <gasps> and I was like, oh, my God. So, like, a year went by of not getting jobs and testing for every show. And, oh, my God, I tested for the Wayne Brady show. I tested for fucking everything. And then I finally, like, was sitting. I didn't get a job. And I was sitting in my on a phone, a real phone, <laughs> my mother-in-law. And I was like. Long cord, at least, or was it <laughs> yeah, wireless? Yeah, this one had a long cord nice. that you can like do bits with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm stuck. Yeah, the old spin I'm around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and she said, I like um, these bits." She said, "She's." They said I didn't get a job, and I was, uh, and I looked at my mother-in-law, and she goes, "Another one, another one from those fuckers." She was like those fucking yeah. showbiz people, and I was like, "I'm gonna get pregnant." I literally got pregnant that night. I felt it. It was like, wow. goal! Damn. <laughs> That's and, impressive. I, yeah. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't book anything or get anyone pregnant. It was... <laughs> I thought of that. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> he has two kids. It just wasn't as easy as what you're saying. You had a rough road. Yeah. I paid a lot of money to make yeah, those kids. Yeah, like $250,000 babies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's about right. That's a really right. rough road. Yeah. I've had a lot of friends with that really rough road. Then I became this like advocate for being an artist and having babies. Like oh. every audition I was like, don't wait. Don't be 40. I was like, sorry, I spit. Don't be 40. Sorry, I'm 29. 16. Have a baby. <laughs> and I got so many people pregnant. Or wow. they were 40-ish and had a really hard time getting pregnant. So then I found right. like the best fertility clinics and I would like, literally that was, I was like, I'm just auditioning to tell people to get pregnant and motherhood is so amazing. <laughs> Children, let me see your ovaries. <laughs> what? That'd totally. be amazing. Testing egg quality <laughs> at auditions. She brings a kid. Yeah. <laughs> just just run into the bathroom. We got 15 minutes. We don't even need the bathroom. Right Use the camera. Let's go, let's see. Um, well, I'm glad you got your babies. Yeah, it worked that's, out all right. That's amazing. How yeah. old are they? Uh, five and almost two. Oh, so you got you're oh, in it. Dang. Yeah, I have a five year old yes. right now. Yeah, a five and an eight year old and a seventeen year old. Okay. Oof. All all through Josh. All he thinks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, all, I love all that. Josh's. But yeah, five and two is in it. You're in it. Yeah, and you're about to have a wealth of comedy come from you. I, yeah, I, I, I just I just feel a lot of anger. Perform. So you what? I just feel a lot of anger mostly from sure. having to deal with. Um, you know, caring about other people. Yeah, sleep schedules, sleep, so, eating, keeping yeah. somebody alive for 24 hours. I have Everybody a kindergartner who's who's really rambunctious. It's, uh, it's a lot. She's amazing. Which one? The five? five-year-old. five-year-old. Yeah. She's rambunctious? Yeah. She's out of control. She's In a good way, though. She's in kindergarten. She's already been suspended. <laughs> she, uh, you know, 
she basically learned everything that I didn't mean to teach her, but did. And so she's just like, yeah, earn my respect, <laughs> principal, because yeah. you oh don't have God. it. Oh, my God. That teacher, is hilarious. My, well, I don't think my teacher knows what she's talking about. I'm like, you're so right. But, <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, wait, I shouldn't encourage that, but I did. So, uh, Oh, my God. Yeah. What are you gonna so do? She's going to be a little uh, comedian, she's... warrior, president, yeah. something. She's an insane yeah. artist. Yeah. Wow. Her drawings are incredible. Is she a good she's big sister smart. or does she beat on the little one? She's pretty good because she just, I think she just finds him to be a burden in general. So like, it's just like, oh, Ethan wants this or whatever. And right. tell, Dad, tell Ethan he's not getting any of my stuff. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I'll like tell that's him. his purpose right yeah. then. Have you had a hard time getting them to bond and her to care? No. Yeah. No, she's, she's, oh. a pr- she's a pretty good big sister. She just doesn't want to deal with any of his.
just because they are historically bad at making a call on which side is the good side. Yeah. I hope Peter listens to this one. Yeah. And I do remember a moment where I was like, I want to get so famous that Mitzi's just like yeah. eating it up. Yeah, she I got mad Peter, at Paula Bell. She banned Paula Bell. Yeah, everybody's been mad. So they, they, the, as years went on and I'd run into famous people, they'd say, if you haven't been banned by her, then you're, Mm-hmm. Or being banned yeah. by her is what well, I don't remember the saying, but it was like, but it yeah. was a good thing. It was a yeah, good yeah. thing. Rick, how many I times have you fa- been banned? I, I I was only banned once. Wow! But I was banned because someone spit in my face <laughs> and I poured a, my beer on them in retaliation. Fuck yeah! And, uh, That's a good banning. Yeah, it was, there was these two terrible comics. I don't want to say their names, but it was Jimmy and Joey, <laughs> and your piles of shit, and you know it. And uh, that was a righteous beer pouring. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a righteous move. I was standing in the back patio, he and says their name. Uh, a guy <laughs> named uh, Dan Bilak was talking shit oh, to one of the guys, Danny Bilak. and he was like, "Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Ingram talks shit about you all the time." And then this was the third Jimmy of Jimmy and Joey. There was they were originally brothers, and then one of the brothers was ridiculed <laughs> by us. It's a real story, us. by the way. We ridiculed him so much every time they did a set here that one of the brothers was like, "What are we doing? I'm quitting." And the other brother was like, I'll just get a new brother. I don't care. So he, he would audition people. So he kept replacing his brother. And then that the new Jimmy would last a couple of months and be like, wait, we're a laughing stock. And then he would quit. <laughs> and then he would just be like, next Jimmy, step up. So I think this was the third I, Jimmy. It, and it's so good. He was like, oh, you talk shit about us? And I was like, yeah, sometimes. And he's like, why? What do you say? And I go, oh, it's just like. Comedy duos are terrible, and out of the comedy duos, you guys are the worst one, and you know that kind of thing. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, well you're just like this baby." And I'm like, "What does that mean?" He was like, "You're always changing your diaper and stuff." Like, what the fuck? What the fuck does that mean? I could hear it being exactly like that. That's how bad. And then, uh, and then Joey, who was the original idiot in the comedy duo, came over and he's like, "Oh yeah," and then he just he spit in my face. And I'm just, I had my Budweiser and I just dumped it on his head and then people started breaking us up. And then, uh, then Joey was walking down the hallway and he was like, fuck you, you know, you're, you're just this little piece of shit. No one likes you. And then Baby. I'm like, oh yeah, no one knows what you're saying unless the other guy repeats your punchline, you fucking loser. <gasps> and then everyone's just like, damn. And then the next day the comedy store called me. It was like, you need to take some time away. I'm like, that guy spit in my face. They're like, yeah, well, you shouldn't Were have escalated you a regular? it. Yeah. So, again, wrong side of history. Wrong side of history. Totally always. wrong side yeah. of history. Yeah. I feel better. I can sleep at night. Yeah, they always make the wrong call. It happens call. continually. I mean, honestly, it's because I remember Mitzi one time she pulled in. She goes, okay, tell me the truth. What happened? And she, I said, what about what incident? Because, you know, I don't I don't want to incriminate anybody. I didn't know what she was talking about. And she was like, it was Paulie and Dice had a fight. And she goes, I heard, and she gave me a story. I was like, you heard that from somebody who wasn't here. Like, it, it was that far off. That right. I was like, I'm going to bring three people out who were standing right there. I'm going to tell what I saw. And then they'll yes or no it, whatever. You know, because that's, that's witnesses, because it's your son's involved. I don't want to, you know what I mean? That's weird. And dice, and so we. T- and then Mitzi was like, "Jesus Christ! Like whoever <laughs> got to her first told her the most insane story," and and dice got banned, and 
nothing with Paulie. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I, that's I'm a, biased. I'm, uh, that's yeah. biased, and it's your son, and I get it. But here's how it went down. Then you can pick the side. Because shit happened, yes, but they were both at fault. You know what I mean? And there wasn't one better than the other. It was just two people that had a, a fucking disagreement. You know what I mean? But they and made it how long it was like, he banned? At that moment, he was, this was like his fourth or fifth banning. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, banned least. him in the height of his career. She, he was always banned from here. He was always getting in trouble. And so at, at this time, it was like maybe already like 10 days that he was banned. So I hadn't seen her. She wasn't coming in as much. But, and he was going through a divorce. So, yes, Paulie said something that made him, you know, but it was a definitely a two-sided but don't you think like there's just so much drama that occurs here and that 100%. Yeah. that's what i'm saying like it happens so you got to deal with it you don't just pick a side like just i didn't you know you got to hear them out i didn't get spots for a long time when after mitzi made me a regular because I, I honestly didn't deserve spots and i didn't have 15 minutes worth of material and um so i would get like fallout spots because i was here working and hanging out or whatever and then i went on the road with paulie and then paulie and i got into an argument and then I guess he tried to get me banned from the store or something. Mm -hmm. And then Duncan called me and was like, hey, what happened, man? And I told him. <laughs> and then he's like, okay. And then I started getting spots. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Why did I get spots? And he's like, well, Polly wanted Mitzi to ban you, so she decided to start giving you stage time. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was another Great thing family. she would do. Like if Polly, because I knew it wasn't Polly that went to her Good Polly, bad Polly. No, but I know it wasn't Polly that went to her first because she would go against Polly. Yeah, that was one right. of Definitely somebody moves. else. One of Polly's little uh, lackeys loved to start these dramas. And he happened to be a manager here. And he told Mitzi that me and Steve Sharippa, who you know yeah. from the Riviera, were robbing the place. Oi. So I was like, That happened How on the, the Sopranos, fuck? not in real life. Yeah. Uh, and it, this was way before the Sopranos came out. So I was like, What the fuck would we steal? The place is going under. Yeah. Right. We're trying to keep it afloat. Wow. What are you talking about? Right. And so <laughs> that's somebody else. There's another yes. talent coordinator that. <laughs> Was he was stealing, stealing stuff for real. No money, yeah. He was stealing stuff for real. So she hears this from this little piece of shit lackey and calls the fucking police on me. I, literally, the police came to my apartment. And You're I kidding like, me. I swear. And I was like, what the fuck? And she, they said, you were stealing. I go, what would I be stealing? Like, we have nothing. And so then, like, I don't tell anybody. Wait, hold on. Let's just pause right there. We can't get the police to show up. When well, somebody's getting actively 90, raped yeah, 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 yeah. in the middle of Sunset Boulevard, yeah, but yeah. they'll come to you because Mitzi Shore said so? Sure, them? sure. West Hollywood, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, look, she had the, she was the, you know, West Hollywood, whatever. Well, well, but West Hollywood police have a fantastic history of making sure that they will send 45 officers if there is oh, a, yeah, a nonviolent incident going on. <laughs> like, we've had fights break out here and it took, 35 minutes for the cops to get here but then there's been a homeless guy screaming about his cds getting run over because he left a bag on the <laughs> ramp and literally the that entire police sense. department showed up so that crispy chicken go, ah, i'm gonna take a dump in your car dean galbert 
<laughs> I'm like, why are there so many cops here? And they're like, Crispy Chicken's getting arrested. I'm like, oh. He's a mentally unstable yeah. person. He's not hurting anybody He's literally just sta- standing on a ramp yelling about And his name gonna... is Crispy Chicken. Crispy Chicken. Well, he was doing stand-up chicken. here yeah. for a while, yeah. He was an open yeah, mic yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's right. So we all know him, so yeah. it's not like, you know, uh, he's uh, a stranger. Everyone says I look like a homeless Tom Selleck. And we're all like. You hey, do Chris, look like a homeless Tom Selleck. Bingo. This is a solid bit. That, he does look like a homeless Tom yeah. Selleck, and he also he had that extra long nut, nut, that, that giant nut. swollen. He had like elephantitis, he had a, one nut. He had a hernia it was infection that he would show <laughs> speak up. speak from experience? His pants would, would bulge it. so much, yeah. He'd, he'd show on, his nut? He'd be on stage, uh, uh, you know, and he'd do in his act, and I'm, I'm like, is that thing going to fucking pop? Like, he you're got, just watching it. It got so swollen that he it. couldn't walk at one point, and he showed up here in, in a, a wheelchair, wheelchair <laughs> that he got from uh, from Salvation Army that had wooden wheels. <laughs> where I'm just like, there's not even rubber on these wheels. You know, oh i got to get God. up tonight. I'm like, no one is putting you up, man. We're not <laughs> going to carry your 1850s wheelchair. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, that is a sight gag. Yeah. 100%. That, that is a real sight gag. DeGeneres. Yeah. No, it would <laughs> not something a young girl should It would have been. get rid of Ellen DeGeneres, and he would get that show. The nut would oh have terrified Ellen. It would oh have been God. incredible. Um, yeah, so we have a lot of wackies that yeah. come through yeah. this building. But what I'm saying is this. So, so that guy got away with that, and then when I, um, it I took. To check in, by the way. Oh, okay. It yeah, took okay. Mitzi. What time um, are you performing? I'm supposed to be up at 10. But what time is it now? It's 9:40. Okay. Oh, shoot. Okay, we're gonna um. Well, we'll you'll come back down and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. But uh, yeah. yeah Are you in the main room? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Exciting. But if I, it took Dom Irera, who Ira. randomly called Mitzi, and she goes, "Do you believe this?" And Mitzi told him, "I didn't tell anybody what was happening. I was like, I gotta find a new job." Whatever. And Mitzi said, "Yeah, she, her and Steve Sharipper are stealing," and Dom went. What are you talking about? And he's like, I know both of them very well. What? No. Steve Shrip lives in Vegas. Like, it was this crazy rumor. No, he just thought, I can do this and get her fired. And get- Mitzi doesn't like this person. So put that person. Mitzi was mad at Sharipa at that moment. For She went to see Paulie and she said that Sharipa put her in a Murphy bed. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Nobody which puts also Missy wasn't true. In a <laughs> so Nobody. yeah, it was just like one of those things where she believed who who went to her first and made up some crazy story. That's bananas. Yeah, I remembered the other comedy store story when La Jolla was mm-hmm. opened. I got booked in La Jolla on Pearl Street in in, in San Diego. Yeah, La Jolla yeah. uh, nine sixteen Pearl. Is Street. Is it still there? Yeah. Mitzi always used to say uh, Pearl Street, like she would refer to it. She wouldn't say La Jolla. She would say Pearl Street because she moved locations. So it was 916 Pearl Street for a long time, and then she had to move. Or or before she was in PB, she moved to Pearl Street, which is in La Jolla. And then in La Jolla, they raised the rent, so she moved to this other place. So, But they call it La Jolla. Yeah. to, To not lose the name. Well, it's always uh, it was in PB at very first. What is PB? Uh, Pacific Beach, which ah. is like twenty, uh, like twelve miles away. It's not, not that peanut far. butter. No, okay, but that does sound Pacific good. Beach. <laughs> okay, got it. So PB, uh, Pacific Beach, and then she moved to La Jolla, which is a nicer area. And then in La Jolla, she had two different locations. Okay, that so makes she sense. always called it by its street name, whatever. I I don't remember all that. I just remember two horrifying. 
<laughs> things. I was a huge Barry Diamond fan. I can't believe Rick's not here for this. Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm I'll talk about it. So excited. Do -do -do -do. Oh, Do -do -do -do. Rick, listen. We she remembered the other stor story, and I need her to repeat that line so that you can hear this. I was a huge Barry Diamond fan. <laughs> Are you just? Do you just love torturing yourself? Is it? Erase, erase. <laughs> I'm spinning like a I love it. Um. So I'll say it again. It's a huge Barry Diamond. And this is for real? It's not like in a, like I love Barry Diamond, but it's because it's too. the worst thing I've ever seen in a, in a good way. I was. So let's talk about what we're reading. I was 18. Okay. okay. I th he was just coming off the Robert Townsend special. Yes. Robert Townsend was actually here. Always. I know Robert. And. That's Meteor Man? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that made me older than you. Um, so then, <laughs> so then, so that, but I like Robert Townsend cause he's a self-starter like Hollywood lives. And I learned from him oh, to yeah. do that, to do that for myself. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I got booked in La Jolla because I remember it was something like she's, you're not ready to go to La Jolla, but I'm going to book you in La Jolla because she needs the money. I needed the oh, money. Okay. And she was apologizing for some story of something that had happened with Burlstein Gray. So she was booking me with Barry Diamond. And he starts calling me on the old phone. Yep. <laughs> he do, 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 do. <laughs> calls me and he starts leaving me harassing messages. Like, I'm going to fuck you upside, <gasps> split you inside, this and that. Telling everybody at the comedy store, hey, I just want to let you know I'm so excited to play at La Jolla. I'm afraid I'm going to get raped. Yeah. And there were two condos. Two, right? No. One, two rooms. Two there rooms. were two. She. It was Mitzi's upstairs, and you wouldn't stay in that. No, no. Yeah. It was downstairs. Downstairs was, was two. Was there like a sliding door between it? Uh, there was a sliding door that went the, there the was patio. A, yeah, there was a living room and then two small rooms on either side. But and they were door. separated. Yeah. And with they both each, had bathrooms in it. With each harassment and phone call, I started becoming less and less of a fan and more and more terrified. Yeah. Not sure which comedian talked to him. Yeah. But somebody scared the fuck out of him. Yeah, I mean, someone should have told you, like, hey, listen, you're, not, you're not a dude, so you don't have nothing to worry about. Because that dude is creepy to everyone. Yeah. Boys, girls, yeah. dogs, yes. the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Okay, so we get there. I mean, I am literally shitting. And I, I think I brought, like, some girl that had, like, cancer with me. I brought a bunch of sob stories. I'm like, you have to say. And they said nobody could be in the in the condo, just me. Yeah. Or something like that. And I was like, you can hide in the closet. We'll be then. You know, it was this whole thing. I had two beds in that room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to rape me. And it's going <gasps> to be a thing. And when I got there, he's like, hey, want to go out to eat? I was like. Yeah, he's bipolar. What was that? Yeah. And then I was terrified. So by the time I got on stage that night, I mean, I literally was like so young and so afraid that some shit, this is before Aries, that some shit was going to happen. <laughs> this is right? BA. Yeah. Wow. That I sucked. So I, there was a guy there that was like crippled. That, like, oh, yeah. Fred. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fred Burns. He's like, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. He was so the he manager of La Jolla. He brings me in <laughs> and he gave me the speech. Almost as bad as the critique of at the LA Times. He was like, I'm sure you're very funny with your friends. I'm sure you've had some good time. I and mean, you're a good looking girl. But you have no material. <laughs> and you need to work on your material. 
and I'm going to have to tell Mitzi, there's no reason for you to open here. There's no, and this talk, the talk went on forever and ever. Oh yeah. And it was, and the, he would tell Mitzi every word. And he told Mitzi and Mitzi calls him like, you, you need to work. Let's go over your set. What, you, what material are you going to work on tomorrow? And I said, Mitzi, <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> I think Barry's going to fuck me up the ass and this and that. He's going to have cocaine in the thing and he's going to fucking kill me. And she's like, oh, let me give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> And then Barry was off the show. Oh, nice. So the second night, like, I swear it was like Martin Lawrence or somebody huge. D.L. Hughley. D.L., nice. And the next night I'm opening for D.L. And I had a much better set. But I just have that memory of like lit. And then years later, Barry calls me out of nowhere to sell me uh, detergent. Tide. This. That. And I start talking to him. I get in this zone. I'm like, is this a bit? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And we both lived in Venice. So I'm like, meet me in Venice. He had this dog. Yeah. And I fell in love with the dog. And then he's like, I'm going to go on a road trip. Do you mind if I drop the dog off? Then I, I have pictures of me with the dog. <laughs> babysitting the dog. Stop and it. then like, he kept trying to sell me like Amway or something. And I was like, I don't want detergent. I'm not a <laughs> domestic goddess. Stop. Yeah. And I was just like older and tougher and... And I kind of cared about the dog. And he seemed like a pathetic, you know, sort of. You're right about that. <laughs> that is what he is. You're not wrong. Yeah. All the berries are sad is and pathetic. He, and I love Barry uh, Diamond. I did. I almost said so because I, I knew where you were going. But Barry Diamond, I was in his act. I, like, he would be like, that's Eleanor when I was waiting tables. That's my wife, Eleanor, 14 years old. God bless her. <laughs> Got the body of a 17-year-old, right? <laughs> and then I aged in his act. And that's why I quit waiting tables. Because he moved, I aged. He was like, that's my wife, Eleanor, 16 years old. I was like, oh, my God. I'm 16 Did I just get older? (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I was 13. Got the body of a 20-year-old. Is he still doing stand-up? I don't think so. I don't know. Probably not. They might be on cruise ships. Barry was funny. He just went nuts. fucking funny. He was funny. He just went nuts. What kind of nuts, though? I don't know. I mean, he was- Because he seemed really like- He tried to beat up the town coordinator here. It was amazing. That makes sense. Nobody stopped him. He was, uh, (laughs) when I got here, he he would run the light by like 15 minutes. Yes. And he would- I remember that. He would uh, open with four non-blondes. Right. What's going on? And, and I, uh, like everyone was waiting, like, oh, he's gonna do some funny here. But then it was just like, he, no, he's just gonna sing the song, like it's karaoke. And then he would do like twenty-five minutes of like hacky '80s style impression of a black guy, a black guy, right? And then a gay guy, mm-hmm. and then he, he would raced, close he with, and then me, Eleanor, yeah. the waitress, and then he would, my wife, Eleanor. He'd close with uh, walking in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And all the employees that were here hanging out, just watching the show be m- completely destroyed, would all sing "Walking the Main Room." Which Sean Pulaski, I think, started yeah, that. Yeah, and then I it would just be like the crowd would literally about twenty minutes in, everyone would just be like, "So should we just leave?" This, this yeah, they thought sad. it was the end of the show, and he was like the third he comic. He was so on fire when I was eighteen. Same. He was just yeah. so funny that I just thought I'll never be that funny. I'll never be that talented. That was the yeah, early I never knew 90s. That. I yep. never knew that Barry. That's, that's the Barry I knew yeah. and loved. And I I mean, I thought he was amazing. But then I heard some wild road stories about him. And then he just, he tried to beat up the town coordinator here. And nobody stopped him because we didn't like him. So it was. He never acted on the harassment. 
Of course not. He was. He's a wacky guy who would like. He like he, he literally thought wanted, he was being funny. Yeah. Yeah. He probably thought he was being funny. He's like, this is outrageous. Yeah. She's gonna love this. You're like, no, dude, I don't know you, and you're a fucking creep. Mm-hmm. Well, I idolized him, so it was terrifying. And I think that was the one time. I don't know if he wasn't on that show anymore, or I don't remember if it was on the wrong side of history again, but something happened after I talked to that guy for two hours, and he told me I'm not funny and I have no material, but I'm a, I'm a decent-looking human. And <coughs> and then... and then Fred Burns is a little estropeado, yeah. And I was thinking, like, I mean, this is a movie in itself. Yeah. You're, like, in this, like, crazy cluttered office. Fred was funny. Ugh. Is that guy still? Mean, Did he funny. still he passed come around? Away. He did? He passed away. Was he still around La Jolla for a while? Yeah. Because I remember going down there, and there's a, a guy who was- With the cr- uh, colorful crutches and- Yeah. Yeah. And he would always give me advice, and after, like, I two minutes, I'd name. be like, hey, man, listen, I, I, I got to go. I, I don't care. <laughs> And people are like, you should talk to him. He's a comedy store. I, I, yeah, I don't care. The beauty of being a guy. Because yeah. as a girl, you sit there and you're like, oh, okay, okay. I'm, and uh, I'm, in my mind, I'm a terrible person. I'm like, dude, this guy can't even walk. I'm going <laughs> to listen. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but you said it better. Yeah. I was thinking, like, you can't walk, but you're going to tell me how to do comedy? Make a Get joke? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. But it was <laughs> very. It was a it's very. like he can't. I'm just you trying to burn. Terrible. I'm trying to burn bridges God as quickly damn. as possible. If I burn remember, that bridge, I, I don't have to cross being, it. The, 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 when, when you know, when your idols fail mm. and fall, yeah, 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 it sure. was that idols fall moment, and yeah. then seeing him sort of like, let's go get a snack. Yeah, I was like, I literally just like, I didn't even have enough money for therapy of what you just did for the last <laughs> week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's why I can't wait to get on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon eventually. Oh yeah, you know, that's just be like, be hey, good for Jimmy, nice to meet you. Is it nice to meet me? Because when I was nineteen, you tried to get me to fuck Barry Sobel. So, I don't did think that really happen? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just like, you know, there's never going to be a nice to meet me. I'm gonna, I'm trying to get him on there. Yeah, I think it would be, I think it would go over really well. <laughs> Jimmy, you might Have not you remember this. No. You they might not remember me, this kid. They don't of, put uh, me on no, late yeah. night shows. Yeah. You've seen my act. They don't. I'm a horrible, elderly, dirty. What do they call me? You are not elderly. Dirty. Dirty comedy. Dirty, yes. Hey. But not d- elderly. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, they. they yeah, go, that's oh, not oh, their jam. They would, dirty. Yeah, they would rather put a 25 year old who's the worst comedian ever on. I, sh- I shouldn't say it like that because I, I have seen women older women on like my, women my age on those shows and they kill they crush but they are definitely different um in, in, as far as like they're not late night comedy very, is always like it's like how could show us your sitcom right five minutes which right. is like this it's is like who i am together you could base I don't a show think on I've this ever seen a comedian in the last five years on late night like i feel like they're not even doing that that much Th- they do it occasionally Nobody's, like, but broken from that anymore no I don't know if the you problem is no one it. yeah no Chelsea one cares ruined that for them because people used to like natasha right, leggero yeah would be on like letterman or leno whatever it was yeah. and she'd be on there nobody noticed and then she'd do chelsea and everybody noticed so she was like i'm gonna do chelsea right yeah. cool and then also Chelsea created such a format to have comedians be seen over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Familiarizing. I only yeah. did it once. I know I don't know why I wasn't asked back, but uh, I just <laughs> call Chelsea. Let's find out. Oh, she's bring her in. Oh. <laughs> um, but the, the, it seemed like that 
might have changed late night television in terms of like now you're more accessible and you're funny on on a yeah. show all the time. Uh, yeah, there's like now, the great now it's all, Nate and now it's all podcast related. So yeah, true. It's like everyone's looking for the Comedy Store podcast right now. A lot okay, of people wait, are. Where can they find your movie? Because you direct it. Did you write that movie as uh-huh. well? Oh I I co-wrote it with a great writer named Doc Pedroli, who actually teaches um, at the New York Film Academy, and we won several awards. That's so incredible. I can honestly say it's his right. It's his writing that won us the awards. Um, You're directing and acting. I this my first film, "Come See Me," which is S I M I, is about a pregnant woman who's trying to reunite her mother with dementia with her aunt before she gives birth. So she recruits the help of her sister who does porn to make this these, makes perfect sense. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Tony Katane. Ooh, played my sister. Late great, beautiful. And she was amazing, and I highly recommend. It's on everything. It's on Apple, it's on Hulu, it's on Amazon. It's it's still there. I think that was the bravest thing I ever did. I shot, I I, I had written a script, and it was priced out without me being pregnant. And then I got pregnant, and I was like, I think we should do this for less money, and a literal, now I have a literal ticking clock. Yeah. And, um, And we filmed the birth. So it was it was like the bravest thing I've done. Yeah, that's and intense. I, and then uh, the next film I did was a complete drama about a veteran um and a woman who's a widow who's 24 taking care of her brother with down syndrome. <laughs> Sounds Aww. really funny, right? And you do um, these hilarious films. You could make that funny. <laughs> I will say there's some really funny things in it. Like there was Is some Ben great... Stiller in this. <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> Zoolander. What was that called? The Thunder of the One? Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh my god, the, the Thunder of the One. Did you say? The Thunder of the One. Um and then I um I had all these projects before COVID and they all went away. So I'm just trying to, I wrote a show called Motherfucker. I didn't write the show. Uh, Gigi McCreary, Emmy winner, Gigi McCreary writer, wrote the show based on my life. And um, we, we. I love it. Yeah. It's called Motherfucker. Can I play your sister in that one? One thousand fucking percent. Dude, Sorry, Tawny. I'll, I'll try to do you justice, girl. I'm not as hot, but you know. You know what was so great about Tawny? You, you gotta see. She's incredible. You gotta see how funny. She was funny. So first of all, I was directing her, and I'm pregnant, and I'm in the scenes with her. But we were so connected, and her ability to improvise is something people don't know. So yeah. when she died, I started getting these weird, you know, like, direct messages. I posted something about her and a scene about her on my Instagram from fans, and they were like, I didn't know she was such a good actress. She was so good. She was great in music videos. She was. Yeah. She was cool when she would hang out here. Yep. I remember yes. Jimmy Pidd one night. Walked that in the makes back. Perfect sense. And uh, <laughs> she was, she was with a friend, and they had rented a limo, or the friend had a limo or something. And Jimmy Pidd used to get rides home from the waitresses. <laughs> and he walked in the back, and he goes, "Hey, ain't need no ride home tonight. Going to get puss." <laughs> and everyone was like, "What?" And then he left with Tawny Katane. We we're all like, "This is hilarious." So the next night, we're all just like, "You got to tell us." So you hooked up with Tawny, and he's like. Oh, no, they ended up just dropping me off at the bus stop. We were like, <laughs> saddest revelation in the history of the comedy store. It's such a big show. That is with so the, the wrong side of history. Yeah. Like, for that guy. We're all just like, wow, so he's pit. so confident. He just announced he's getting puss. He's getting puss. Well, no, they just dropped me off at the bus stop. <laughs> okay. By the way, if you knew Pid, you go, 
It's a killer act. You, <laughs> got, oh my you God. got the impression. You got the impression. I, I'm telling now. you, I can do impressions of anyone who no one wants to see an impression <laughs> of. That's that's my gift. Have you ever done a round of impressions? Uh, probably. We have them merge together sometimes. Yeah. Like they become one. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, just two and Multiple. Michelle Obama all yeah. right. one. Yeah. It, right. It's a combo. Well, what's Tommy? Tommy Hinch? Tommy Clifton. Tommy Clifton. That's it was it. Tony, Tony Clifton, Clifton and, and Tommy. To go, oh, it's not just that. Mitzi, son, you're special. <laughs> All right, I have to go perform. Is it right, really this hot you. here? And it I is hot. See you. Okay, so okay, what? so it's not no menopause. No, okay. I I just thought the same thing because every time I get hot, I'm like, is it? And then I get a little wet, and I'm like, no, still, still got there, it. Still, still got it. it. So Tony's <laughs> jerking off. No, um, so what? Uh, I want everybody has to go on Apple. What did you say? Amazon, Apple, or all well, those streaming? spare room is on Peacock, Apple TV. Um, and everything's on Amazon. Amazon, and come see me is on Hulu. Um, Apple and Amazon. It might be off Hulu now, but uh, come see me as spelled S I M I, as in Simi Valley. That's amazing. Mm. Is there anything else you want to promote? Because we're gonna go upstairs and watch Rick. I I I I just I just no. <laughs> I love you. Do you do I a podcast? You. How come you don't do a podcast? I don't know. I never thought about it. I never, I never, um, I don't have a lot of time to listen to them because I've got three kids. So, yeah. like, my husband will come home from cooking at the kitchen all day and be like, I heard the best podcast today. Every day he's listened to, like, 15 podcasts. I'm like, who does he like? Uh, he likes the I mean, murder ones. Comedy stuff. Oh, okay. The murder ones, uh, the news ones. The, I my friend um, Lisa Traeger does. Uh, <clears throat> Lisa Traeger is very funny, and she... Her and her uh, co-host do, was it like a Law and Order or CSI? Like they get those criminal and yes, investigate. Yes, I think more. I've read about that. And then she's terrific. I yeah. think I've read about that. And then he also listens to like, um, like I forget what it's called, but it's it's how they made their business. So ah, like Cliff okay. Bars or Spanx or yeah, like that'll be the guests and how they did that. And then he listens to a lot of child rearing podcasts. I'm sorry. I know he's a good dad. He lit child rearing like uh, uh like helping them grow. Okay, I'm a rearing. Yeah, I, I'm rear a pervert. Butt. Got it. No, 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 no. Right, Don't good. be a prevert. It's not about their rear. I thought it was. I'm saying rear. child raising. Got it. Podcast rearing and yeah, like rearing how their sense. brain functions and he oh, comes back amazing. with these incredibly scientific facts and I'm like, can I watch the Kardashians or something? You know, like. <laughs> I, I just want to see if Chloe's new head fell off. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. That's yeah. perfect. Um, but I wish I had more time to listen to podcasts, but I haven't. The ones that I have listened to, um, oh my God, that funny one with Will Arnett and Jason Bateman. Oh, yeah. And Sean I Hayes. I want to listen to that. You I haven't have listened? To. No, it's I'm, so good. Will Arnett is one of my like fantasies. He's one of my favorites. Uh, He's a hottie. I mean, people get mad at me. They're like, "You have the worst taste." I'm like, "No, no. that is not worst taste. That's He's best a, taste." Absolutely. And I saw him. He's like number one fantasy. He's Same. number one hall pass. It, What's up? Drop it up. Here's the Hit thing. It up. It's not a hall pass for me, Willie. Ah. <laughs> It could be an actuality. <laughs> what? <laughs> These come off tomorrow. Anyway. Um, I, I could see him liking you. He likes a funny woman. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Amy. Right? He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, Is he's, he single? He's single. 
I saw him once with his Or maybe kid. he has a girlfriend now. Probably. He, you know, people like that, you know, it's like the hot girl that they're like, oh, they're born with girlfriend or they're born with yeah. a boyfriend like that. I see him like, oh, he's he's always going to have a he's always going to have somebody like not going to be his downtime. Like, oh, you I'll never know. Break. You but never I saw know. him with his kids in my neighborhood. Oh, I will tell you what I want to do. I desperately want to make a documentary about okay. Richard Simmons. And I found you want Polly to star in it or are you going to use Richard? No, it's a doc. Like, but yes, Polly would be Pauly an amazing Richard. Him, Have they yeah. done that yet? No, but Polly does like these exercise videos, and sometimes I got a double. He take. looks very similar. <laughs> um, but if you know anybody who knows Richard, okay. Um, I have been wanting to. I did a YoPlay commercial with him like seven years ago, and why do he, you want to do a documentary on him? Why don't you think he already did one on himself? I'm not saying Richard's self involved, but because he's bel- he's surprisingly. Um, kind, very, and and very not charitable. narcissist and charitable and not narcissistic. Um, I think a lot of that is a don't touch me. What you know, like a lot of the bravado is like there's a very fragile person in there. And oh. when I worked with him on that Yo Play commercial, I recalled that he had changed so many of my mom and her fat friends' lives that there was this other side of him that is never actually uh, shown. In the media. It's always a joke. And so I found a documentarian who's very successful. And we met at the park. And he was like, do you think you can get a hold of him? And I was like, yes. And I haven't been able to for the next, for the last two weeks. So if you know anybody, and then we want to go to him. And he would yeah. direct it. I want to produce right it. Beverly Hills still doing Not since class? that podcast, what, oh. who's what's happening with Mitch Richard Simmons or whatever it was like who where is Richard See, Simmons? in my head I thought like he always filmed every aspect of his life you know what I mean he was always like doing was it an infomercial or something like that yes you could buy but that was tapes. one aspect of his okay, life but not thought- his personal life and his personal story and I remember like on our lunch break we sat down and he talked to us and he was so personal that we were all in tears yeah and and, and we got like Richard Simmons is magical. He's not a joke. Listen, you don't get that big and that get that many people following you and because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, if you don't if you just like scurry over it, you can make fun of it. Like, oh look at his fucking shorts, blah blah blah, his curly hair, whatever, and you could just walk away and run with riffing on Simmons. But at the same time, there were a lot of women that were like, Oh, I feel comfortable doing this, going to this guy's class because I think I went to a class in Beverly Hills. As a joke, we were trying to like Let's see go him. see what the hell is he really going to show up, and he did, and he did, and he put on a great class. I mean, I'm a terrible uh, exerciser. You know, no, I'm a great exerciser, but anytime you have to follow what the people are doing, I can't do You're it. You're not coordinated yeah, that way. I'm not. I like got to be your own dance jam. class. I'm like, <laughs> and and I'm hit. I'm running into people like. I took a tap class at Debbie Reynolds Studio one. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, horrendous, horrendous! And the the girl w- kept yelling at me. And then we were leaving. Her license plate said five six seven eight, and I was like, "You fucking bitch!" <laughs> she is a tapper because I'm life. in the fucking parking lot. You were like, I got you were like happy feet. I got it. You're yeah. like happy feet. Oh, I was terrible. Like when he's like, but now I can flat ball change. I just you know, I'm a tapper. For real? For real? I'm not good at it, but I still have my tap shoes. Oh, so cute. Debbie Reynolds. Jane Napier in Venice teaches in a studio in her house, and she's amazing. I would do it again. Do it. Because I stink, so you have to be, you know, like I can't. 
uh, if, follow, if you say but uh, a private get class up on you could do it dance go dance i'm gonna dance i'll do all kinds but of if shit. you say follow the direction yeah and my niece you all of a sudden your brain just goes no yeah and my and it's funny because my niece is uh she's been dancing since she could walk and if me and my sister little sister uh, like my brother bobby can dance to my little sister edie so we'll be dancing and then she will just be sitting and i'm like bitch you're a dancer and she's like yeah but there's no like she can only do it if it's choreographed do you know what I mean? Like if she's if she's like it she, doesn't come from her. It has to come from like she's else's. in her head. She's like, uh, 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 you know what I mean? Like she's got it. And it looks amazing. She's amazing. She's a professional dancer. But yeah. she don't like get up at a party and start dancing. She didn't feel the groove then. Kind she of. She just like she's a pro. She's yeah. In her head. It's amazing. tech. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I get it's it. Interesting. I get it. We always tease her about it. Because <laughs> that's what that's she's the not insecure. Thing. She's fine. She's totally fine. She can take it. I don't have any kids. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Want to start over here? Like my sister's so. Oh my god, that is mouth. so cute. <laughs> I totally thought you meant like she was like, "Do you want to leave?" Oh no, and no. she was like, "No, was I'm gonna to fucking take it on." She was like, "Let's fight, New York," and and she was supposed to come with our good friend Georgie uh, Martin, who had passed away um, years later. But if Georgie was there, the fight would have happened. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, she. It, we always joke about. Oh my God! Thank God Georgie didn't come because it would have been a fucking fight. I it would have been a fight to see little Eleanor getting booed, and Georgie was gigantic, and he could just you know he was like, he could just smash people. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not experiencing that kind of bombing again, or no, or, but or anger. anger. Well, my anger will never go away, but the, no, their anger. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've gone on and had bad sets, but not like that where it got to that level. Like, I learned kind of how to control because, like, Dice didn't technically fire me, but he kind of let me go. Like, he didn't book me on any shows. It wasn't like, oh, we're friends. I'm just going to book her. He was like, let me see what you're, if you really want to do this. So, for about a year, maybe even more, I went off on, like, just here every night the ha ha, the laugh. And how would you work. make money? In the day, I had a uh, I had a job as a um, uh, at a furniture store. I used which to just, one? Uh, right on Melrose. No, yeah, Melrose. It was called Bruce Iker. Oh, Bruce yeah. Iker. Bruce Iker, hold please. Bruce <laughs> Iker, hold please, because I had no answers for anybody. So uh, hold please. Do you know Jeff? <laughs> I have Chetty? no idea what wood is. <laughs> do you know Jeff Chetty? I from Burlstein. I know who he is, or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. know him. Okay, so Chetty and I were very good friends, and um, he was here all the time when he was like an assistant recruiting comics and whatever. And so uh, he would call me during that time. He's like, "Are you really doing stand up?" And I'm like, "Bruce Iker, hold please." <laughs> so he would always he always would call me Bruce Iker, hold please. Oh it's my out God. of business now, so we can say it. But and my friend Devin, who hired me, this incredible guy. Um, he was he knew I was just a fuck up and needed a paycheck. So he loved hanging out. So he just let me stay there. Amazing. I mean, lucky you. Lucky, 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 lucky. He let me get away with murder. When he fired me, he cried because he, it got taken over by somebody else. He's like, we have to let you go. I'm like, I'm the worst employee. Uh, please fire me. Yeah. I was sleeping on a, a <laughs> roll of paper towels because I had been up all night doing stand up. and. You were doing blow? I wish, because I would have been awake. But at that point, I was asleep on a roll of, uh, like, paper towels. And he called me to the back. And he's like, look what's here. And he got me cards made. 
with my name on it. I was like, dude, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I don't even have underwear on. That Why? was an, an angel of an employer. He was the best. Oh Devin my God. Buchanan, one of oh, my I favorite people. I forgot to people. tell you, I, you just reminded me of something. I am doing something. I, I created an Instagram show with my friend Jill Michelle Melian. I love Jill Michelle. Jill is the bomb. Hilarious. So Jill... And I, 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 another regular from here. Yes, you should have her on. She's amazing. Jill Michelle Millian. Millian. So her, she had a puppy that she loves and adores, and her pup, her pup passed. And we created oh. this Instagram show called the Mister Jack Show, where we are two Mr. dog Jack groomers. Mister Jack died. He How passed long on ago? last year. And we created this amazing little Instagram show that was so much fun and so healing called the Mr. Jack show and now we want to do that show live and we're thinking about how we could do it as comedy partners to do stand up again cuz both of us don't want to do stand up right. we want to do like a, a yeah, thing Yeah Jill also gets a lot of work acting and yeah she's doing a million things so that's great that's a great idea yeah. I want to I'm going to go watch it Yeah follow Jill the Michelle, Mr. Jack show The Mr. Jack show All right but we should wrap it up okay. cuz I'm getting hot enough to think that I am in menopause I actually um I don't know if I peed myself or I'm sweating in my area. You never know. Guys, thank One you for watching knows. the uh, or listening to the Comedy Store podcast. Give it up for Jenica Berger. As I say it right? Berger. You said it right. I did? Yes. All right. Like the I'll never say Jenica Berger again because I think I've said Jenica Berger at least four times. I don't mind if you call times. me Burger. You're allowed to call me Burger. Yeah, but it, the people that I love me wanna... call me Jenny or Burger. I don't want to not say it right. Do you know what it's I mean? It's fucking fake. My mom made it up. My married last name is Jackson. And I've wanted to change it for so long. Wow. Jenica what month Jackson. are we in? February? March. March now. Okay. March. I'm trying to look because I'm trying to promote dates. I'm terrible. I'm getting my website together. Don't get mad at me, fuckers. Uh, March 31st, April 1st, and 2nd. I'm going to be in, what is it called again? Cedar Rapids. Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids Comedy totally Club. Totally different than Cedar Rapids. In Michigan, not in Iowa. I'll be in Michigan at the Grand Rapids, <laughs> Grand Rapids Comedy Club. Go to. I'm putting it on my website, but go. If you're in Michigan, please come out uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, March. What 31st, I say? 31st. April, April 1st. April 2nd. 2nd. I may fly to Michigan to see that. I don't want to see you here. I'm going to fly to Michigan. No, let's go watch Rick. Okay, thank you. And don't forget to check out um, Rick's album, of course. Follow Janica Berger. What is your handle? Janica Berger. That's it. Just That's it. Spell it. B-E-J-E-N-I-C-A-B-E-R-G-E-R-E. -E -E. Okay. And so follow her on Instagram, all the platforms. Tell you, love the Comedy Store podcast. Like, subscribe, all that bullshit. And listen to Rick's other podcast. Rick Talks to Strangers, and check out his album. All right. Thank you, guys. Guys, Comedy Store Podcast is back. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us your negative and positive comments, mostly negative. You can follow me at Rick Ingram. I only <laughs> accept positivity in my life. <laughs> the new Rick is here, and EJ Kerrigan still with the negativity, but like and subscribe.